Blog Talk Radio. you 
welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to PGN, Prophetic Grace Network, where we do it more than we talk about it. Today is October 14, 2023. It's Saturday, and I'm your host, Carmen. I'll be um, chatting away with you tonight, and I hope you had a wonderful week, a blessed week, a week where you heard the Lord and you heard him speaking clearly, more clearer than ever before. And... Um, it's been an amazing week, I got to tell you. I found energies where I didn't think I had it. I've done so much this week. God has been so good uh, protecting me, <laughs> even while doing things and protecting me from my, and sometimes things that I didn't even know were going on in my house. Um, on October uh, of, uh, the 4th of October of this year, a few days ago, uh, 10 days exactly, I texted Prophet Randy. Um, it was on a Wednesday. Someone had uh, sent me notice that we were going to have a national uh, alert for the first time. Not one of those Amber Alerts. It was a national alert. And um, I had been sensing in my spirit the word war, war, war. And I had mentioned to to a friend that I wanted to go and look around the base because normally you can tell when there's they're setting up for for different things. And um, but I didn't go. But I sensed something like something like God was telling me war, war, the word war. And so when I was told about this national alert, that warning got even louder. It was like screaming, alert, alert, alert. So I I send. Prophet Randy a note, and I let him know war was on the horizon and to keep his eye on Russia and Ukraine. Three days later, war was on Israel. And um, I had texted him, and he had already found out about it. Um, So that was pretty amazing. Um, And uh, I know that this is the beginning of many things to come. Um. But this today was another amazing day. Um, we had a solar eclipse that only happened here in the United States. Uh, it was called an annular solar eclipse. In other words, it wasn't a complete uh, solar eclipse because this one was partial. It was just the sun and the moon lined up in front of it. And when you um, looked at it or when you see pictures of it, you're going to see like a ring around it, like a, a ring of fire around it. And that's what they called it, a ring of fire, because that's what it looked like. Um, this is very significant. I studied um, in the past with uh, uh, some friends that were messianic and, and some of the things that I learned was that when God speaks in his word or um, in the skies with uh, a lunar eclipse, it's usually for his uh, people in Israel, his, uh, the people in, in, in Jerusalem, in Israel. And when there's solar eclipses, it's mainly for the nation. So we had a solar eclipse. So this was meant for the nations. Um, 
let's look at scripture to prove to you that uh, this is what I was trying to tell you. Let's see. Mm. And God said, let there be light in the vaults of the sky to separate the day from the night and let them serve as signs to mark sacred times and days and years. So you see that in Genesis 1.14. So if anybody wants to look at that, you can find that in Genesis 1.14. And um, you can continue reading. Let's see. Verse 15 says, And let them be light in the vaults of the skies to give light on the earth. And it was so. And then 16 says, God made two great lights, the greater light to govern the day and the lesser light to govern the night. He also made the stars. So he puts those, he gives a sign through the skies, through the, the, the moon, through the sun, through the stars. Um, today we experience a solar eclipse. It was something not to take lightly. In the Gregorian calendar, it's mainly based on the solar observations with the sun. In the Hebraic calendar, it is uh, the lunar um, observations that they do with that. Today, we'll look at what God says about these celestial bodies, which I just mentioned, and the message that he's trying to convey to us. In the past few weeks, God was revealing to me of upcoming judgments. And everywhere I went, I was like almost like, mm, do I want to open the Bible? Because it was, you know, judgment, judgment. You know, he's warning his people that because of their disobedience, there was judgment going to come. But for those that are his and are walking right, God will protect you. God will watch over you. And um, I just could, I could sense you know, war because of what he was showing me and uh, in his words. Um, I was a little uneasy because I wasn't sure if it was me or, or what, but um, but I was obedient, and I let Prophet Randy know because I didn't want to say this on the air. Uh, I wanted, wanted him to judge that and make sure that I didn't give uh, put out fear. Because, you know, God is with us. We should not fear. So that national alert was not only for the United States, it was also for Russia on the same day. How strange was that, right? At the same time. um, That alarm hit my spirit. Like, you have no idea. It just was really loud and clear what I had already been hearing. And I had shared that with a friend, and they were like, they don't know what to tell me. And uh, But I'm glad I, I said it. And three days later, Israel, uh, uh, there was war with Israel. Um, and it so happened that on the day that they declared war on Israel, that was Prophet Randy's birthday. And what's more interesting, um, it happens to be my son's birthday, too. Um and that made me realize I needed to pay close attention to this because there were two people in my life that were important to me, their birthdays and all this sensing 
And then for it to come to pass, I knew God was speaking. God was speaking. And so today's eclipse is another warning um, to the U.S. Um, There will be another eclipse on April. Let's see. We're in October, November, December, January, February, about April. Yeah, six more months. We should be having another one. Um, Where it first came from, the one from today, came from the northwest and went across the United States, across Texas. Um, I was outside, and um, it was a little eerie, to tell you the truth, because the, 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 the skies turned gray. It was like a, a different look. It was really grayish. Um, you could have a cloud, and it wouldn't have looked like that. It was very, very different. Outside looked really I can't even explain. I've never seen it look that way before. Um, and it's time. It's, it, it's, it's not a coincidence that all these things are lining up. And then on top of that, today, this is where the eclipse is. This is seven days after they declare war on Israel. And so, and a day after they had, uh, um, who was it, um, one of the former leaders of Hamas, of their politics, of their politicians, um, they declared a day of wrath, a day of jihad, where um, they asked all of their Palestinian people all over the world to stand with them, to, um, to be with them. And so many places around the world were on high alert. Um, New York was one of them, and they had people take to the streets in solidarity to Palestine. And um, a lot of police officers were out. The, the mayor, the mayor or the governor, which one of those two, um, declared um, an emergency, a warning to the, to the citizens in New York. Um, they alerted them, and they had high alerts watching synagogues and mosques um, because they they feared that something would happen that um, because of the declaration of the day of wrath, the day of jihad, um, that people would be doing things. And so this is a time to be prayed up like never before. This is a time to watch our hearts. And not let a uh, root of bitterness and anger at what you hear and what you see. Remember, not everybody in Palestine is uh, are doing crimes. There are a lot of Christians there too. As a matter of fact, I know a sister um, from uh, Puerto Rico that uh, has a sister that's married to a gentleman from Palestine. And her nephew and her, his father are over there, and they're worried for their safety. And so um, we have to be careful that we don't have a root of bitterness in our hearts and not let the enemy take a hold of that because um, God doesn't want us to have that in our hearts. Remember, and even with immigrants in our country, we need to be respectful. Not everybody's uh, coming with evil intentions, although there are many in, uh, in our country 
that are um, in here with other purposes. And we have to be aware of that and not look a blind eye and think that it's all hunky-dory with everybody. No, but not everybody's evil either. Not everybody has evil, uh, evil intent either. And so we have to be really watchful and discerning and uh, loving. Um, don't fear, but know God loves you and he loves Israel. So God, um, we have to learn some lessons here that we don't allow ourselves to be like, like what happened to Israel. And I mean, unfortunately, they let their guards down and we can't leave our guards down. These are signs for us to stay prepared, to stay prayerful, to stay alert. We can't be caught off guard. God loves us, and he wants us to be prepared for his coming, for the days ahead, not in fear, but in faith, that whatever we face, he's with us, protecting and guiding us, using us to spread his word, being light, light in the the midst of darkness. And when is light the most brightest? When it's really dark. Um, When you have a, a, a flashlight and you... You flash it during the day. You can't see that light very well. But be it really dark, one of those dark nights where uh, you can't see a thing, you turn on that flashlight, that little flashlight lights up like, like, and shows you the way. So we have to be light in the midst of darkness, and we're going to shine the brightest in dark, darkest times. Uh, Matthew 5, 14 through 16, it says that you are the, the light of the world. Wherever there is a, um, let me read that scripture in in uh, completeness. Let's see if I have it here. Okay, you are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and gives light to everywhere in the house. In the way, in the same way. Let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Amen. Amen. And um, so, like I, I was mentioning, the lunar eclipse is a sign to the Jewish people. But this was a solar eclipse, so this is a sign to the Gentiles um, and to the U.S because it didn't go any other way. It went right across the U.S. from the top left to the bottom right. It entered, um, and that's not a coincidence that this happened. Tw- it's going to happen twice, now and then in April, April the 8th of April, 2024. It's going to happen twice. So if you didn't get it the first time, you need to understand. God's giving you uh, the warning a second time. Look at what the Word of God says in Exodus 4.8. Let me give me a minute so I can look for that for you. Let's see. Exodus 4.8. Then the Lord said, if they do not believe you or pay attention to the first sign, they may believe the second. <laughs> the second. So if you don't, don't believe the first one, you're going to believe the second one. 
So let's see. But if they do not believe those two signs or listen to you, take some water from the Nile and pour it on the dry ground. The water you take from the river will become blood on the ground. So this was like uh, God telling Moses, well, if they don't listen to the first one, there's going to be a second sign. So God is going to give you a second sign so you can believe that you need to be prepared. You need to be ready. You need to be ready. God knows that sometimes it takes some people a little longer than others. Pay attention. And for those that are mocking, quit your mocking. Just because you don't believe doesn't give you a right to mock. God will give you a second sign. Let me tell you, April 8th, honestly, when I was out there, it was a bit eerie. It was really eerie for me. I felt uh, that they, it was an alert. I, I knew it like when I knew about war coming. Like something is on the horizon. Something's happening. Something is, God is, uh, is alerting us, warning those that are not living right to get right. Um, This was a sign from God to pay attention, close attention to to what started. Um, this eclipse happened by no coincidence. And so, like I said, you know, the jihad was yesterday. Um, the war started seven days ago. Those are not coincidence. And for the, the eclipse to happen today, come on, we got to wake up. And... Um, It's time to warn people to get their lives in order. Because if they don't, it's going to be really unpleasant for some. But it'll be protection for others. It's going to be worse for them, for those that don't listen, because it'll be too late. Because once things start rolling and they're not prepared, it's going to be scary times for them. So this this eclipse is a warning to Americans, and it only happened here. The funny thing is that it began in a place called Gardner. Let's see, Gardner. Let me look and see. Uh, Gardner, Oregon. So what is a Gardner? Gardner is a garden, and then it went across. It went um, over. Um, the, sh- the shadow went over Texas, and then it exit. It went near San Antonio, and it exited out Corpus Christi. I have a sister that lives there. Corpus Christi. Corpus means body. Christi means Christ. It's Latin for the body of Christ. So it entered the garden, and it exited out through the body of Christ. Hello. Can it get more clear? Can it be that those are not coincidence? Okay, that's not a coincidence. So um, the sun refers to the moon, and you can read that on your own in uh, Psalms 19. So the moon, so the moon and the sun is the bride, right? And so um, it's the the sun, the moon reflects. No, wait, the moon reflects the light of the sun 
So this solar eclipse is a message for the nations. And um, back in the days of Jonah, there were signs too that God was giving them signs to repent. And it, it's um, the astronomy, the people that study the stars say that there was an eclipse in 763 B.C. That was around when Nineveh was being warned to repent, to repent of their sins because judgment was coming. So the world calls um, this solar eclipse the ring of fire. Why? Because it looks like a ring. And the ring, guys, the ring of fire is uh, like a covenant, like in marriage. You know, ring is a symbolism of a covenant that you have between a husband and wife, right? So God is saying in a, um, that he's protecting us. And we can find another scripture. Let me see if I find. Give me one second here. Let's see if I can find this scripture for you to to show you something so that you can understand what's going on. What's going on? Um, but these are not coincidences that we're just seeing. So if God is protecting us, um, this ring of fire is like like a covering, like a protection, right? And it says um, in uh, Zechariah 2.5, And I myself will be a wall of fire around it, declares the Lord, and I will be its glory within. And then in another version it says, Then I myself will be a protective wall of fire around Jerusalem, says the Lord, and I will be the glory inside the city. So God is saying that he's protecting Israel, that he's protecting Jerusalem, and that he's protecting us. Okay. But we can't we can't keep our eyes off of the Lord. We got to continue praying, being watchful, being watchful, and not let our guards down. Look what happened to Israel for letting their guards down. They're 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 taking action now, and they're really you know doing what they need to do to protect their people. But look at the damages for letting their guard down. And look at the damage that you can end up having for letting your guard down. It's time to wake up. Jesus told his disciples in the garden to wake up, to to not fall asleep. He was in the garden with them. That's symbolic, the garden. I was looking at something online about the garden. It says, gardens in the east, as the Hebrew word indicates, are enclosures on the outskirts of the town planted with various trees and shrubs from the allusions in the Bible, we learned that they were surrounded by hedges of thorns. That's in Isaiah 5, 5. Or walls of stones, Proverbs 24, 31. And it says, for further protection lodges, Isaiah 1, 8, Lamentations 2, 4, watchtowers. That's interesting, watchtowers. Mark 12, 1, were built in them in which sat the keeper, Judges twenty seven eighteen, to drive away the wild beasts and robbers, as in the case of this day. The garden of the Hebrews were planted with flowers and aromatic shrubs. Solomon six two four sixteen. Besides the olives, fig trees, nuts, and walnuts. Solomon eight twelve. Pomegranates and other others for domestic use. And it goes on to say. 
um, uh, talks about the, the Rose Garden in Jerusalem, said to have been situated westward of the Temple Mount. It is remarkable at it as having been one of the few gardens which from the time of the prophets existed within the city walls. The retirement of gardens rendered them favorite places for devotion. So you are a garden. You are where God is loves to come to uh, because of your devotion to him. And so you have to watch your garden. Um, it's interesting because I listened, oh, I wanted to talk about that the enemy calls themselves a ring of fire too, right? But God is a ring of fire to us. He protects us. He's our hedge of protection. That hedge of protection back in those days were lit with fire, with smoke, so that the the insects would not get to the, 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 you know, the things that were planted inside the garden. They would put thorns around it so the animals wouldn't get in. So, therefore, there's enemies around Israel right now. They're surrounding them, and they, uh, um, but God is a wall around them. And he, you could see here in the word that he says he's a wall around them, a, a wall, a hedge of protection, a wall of fire. And so, but this ring of fire is symbolic also to us to know that God is with us. He'll, he'll protect us. He overshadows us just like that. Solar eclipse overshadows us in our land, overshadowing. And do you know that when the next eclipse comes on April 8th, 2024, it's coming the opposite way. So the path of both eclipses will mark an X. And there's something to that with the X. There's a word in Hebrew that is shaped like an X, and it means something. But right now I can't remember what it is. Now you see uh, the ring of fire in this eclipse is not a coincidence. I don't think so. There's, that would be too many coincidences. So do understand that in the Bible, it also talks about Hamas. Hamas is a word that means violence. God is with us. He's with Israel. Remember that. He has a covenant with us. So this eclipse enters Garden near Oregon, the garden, <laughs> and it goes all the way across and and um, goes through San Antonio and then Corpus, which means the body of Christ, and into the Gulf. That's not a coincidence. God is trying to get our attention. We are God's, God's garden, and we are his body, right? This message warns us. It helps us. Remember that in the past weeks I've been teaching about your home, about the clutter, about getting your house in order, because you don't know what comes ahead, right? You need to get your house in order, get the clutter out, get the um, um, the, the big messes. Um, and we talked about those that were hoarders, uh, those that, that had a problem with, you know, just not getting rid of anything, and their houses were chaos. So God wants us to get our houses in order because he's coming. He's coming. So Jesus was in his garden before he went on the cross. And what was he doing? He was praying. And uh, we need to pray. 
like never before. Like never before. These are the last days. But don't fear. You know, I know that a lot of people are saying, oh, you know, these are wars and rumors of wars. But don't get off guard thinking that, oh, because there's wars and rumors rumors of wars, you're going to let your guard down. Look what happened to Israel. They're used to having wars and being, uh, you know, prepared. And they got one of the best armies. But look what happened. Are you going to let your guard down? Just because there's wars and rumors of wars and these things will happen, you don't know. He's going to come as a thief in the night, just like they did with them. They came and they surprised them. They were celebrating. They were in concert. And they just flew over them. And they're taking videos of these people coming in. And then when they started shooting at them, then they realized they were that close to them. You don't want your enemy that close to you. You need discernment. You need to ask God for discernment. But be careful what goes into your heart because not everybody's evil. Okay? Um I wanted to talk about something else, too. So we have to prepare. We have to be vigilant and know that God is with us, protecting us. And I listened to this young man. His name is uh, Joshua Aaron. He's a Messianic believer. And um, he moved some months ago to the United States. And... um, in his videos, you could see his young daughter when she was younger. She was a little girl, always in his videos. Really cute little girl. And now she's a woman. His daughter is now a soldier in the IDF of Israel. And what's her position? She's a guard. Um, she's a watchman on the walls. And she watches the enemy by camera. And so she's in a base and she's watching all these positions. Um, we need to do the same thing. Be be prayerful and watchful. Don't be caught off guard. He called her um, his princess. He calls her his princess. And he'll be on and he'll be talking about her and the phone will ring and it'll be her and he'll be just crying, you know, because he misses his daughter. But who would have thought that they were going to be in war because um, he lived in Israel. But just recently, they moved to the United States. So, you know, this is part of listening to the voice of God. You don't know if you're not listening to the voice of God, you may end up hurting yourself because you're not listening to God. We have to sharpen our, 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 that, that voice of God within us to listen to what he says. It could be life or death. So um, his princess, how he calls her, She's laying her life for those in Israel. And do you know that in Israel, the youth, they have to serve. All of them have to serve. They have to lay their lives for each other. And they have a certain amount of times where they serve all their, they, it's like a draft, like they're always on a draft. So um, the Jews don't know Jesus. But one day they'll realize that believers in Jesus were right. Their eyes will be open, just like Joseph's brother's eyes were open that day. They will, they will be saved too, just like Joseph's brothers were saved. And so, how do we know that if now we're alive for just a time as this, like with Esther, that it's to bring salvation, to tell other people, to be the light to others? 
so that they too can come into the kingdom. And just like you, you you need to tell others about Jesus so that they can open their eyes. They'll open their eyes, all right. Right now their eyes are closed, but they'll come and they'll open their eyes sooner or later. Stay praying. Pray for them. Don't give up. They'll open their eyes. They'll open their eyes and they'll realize that God used you to pray for them, that they were wrong. So get your houses in order. Get right if you're not right. Let others know about Jesus. Let your families know about Jesus. This is a month that is really dark. This is October. The end of October is uh, Halloween. Many people do uh, let their children participate in Halloween celebrations. And let me tell you, that's not of God. You're just throwing your children to that spirit of Molech and, um, they're going to grow with this, and, and it's going to be harder for them to get closer to God because you're not opening your mouth to let them know that that's not something good to, to follow. Yeah, they may get angry at you, but then later on they'll open their eyes and they'll realize that you were right. So it's time. It's time to prepare. Prepare. Amen? All right. So um, let's check who's online tonight. And um, I'll be taking calls um, as long as you're online. If not, after a a certain amount of time, I think it's around 12 um, Dallas time, um, um, Block Talk doesn't take any more calls. So please make sure to stay on the line, and um, we'll pray for you. Okay. Okie dokie. Let's go. Um, 828 989. Where you're from? Let's see. Hopefully, this Hi, will Carmen. work. And I Jennifer can do from North Carolina. All right. Give me a minute and I'll put you on mute and then I'll pray for you. Give me a minute. Thank you, Lord, for Jennifer Carolina. We just praise your holy name, Father God. We just praise your holy name. Thank you, Jesus, for her life. Thank you, Lord. Lida Boston Dororo Koya Rabashon Dalamakia. Son Dororo Koya Rabashon Dalamakarabosso Dorobo Koya. You know, uh, um, the Lord is showing me like uh, two metal walls. I mean, you can see over them, but He's showing me um, like, like, like they're almost there to block you. Not on the other side. There's like four, four sides. Two sides are open, but two sides are are um, are like blocking you from going that route. And um, and you're almost fuss. I could see that you're almost frustrated that you want to go there, but it's almost like if God, you know, <laughs> you know how when you have babies that you put like guards, you know, something in their way for for them not to go over or for people not to go through a certain way um, as a sign to them, no, not through here. Um, You're able to go over it, but you shouldn't. Um, And so I'm sensing that the Lord is trying to let you know, alert, alert, not through here. Um, I didn't put a high wall, but it's just because I know that you, you can sense that this is not where you're supposed to go. You know, but there's some some, um, blocks that um 
God will put, and he'll make it obvious. It's really high and tall, and, and that wall is strong. But sometimes he just has to put, you know, something not as strong, but it's because he knows that you know. That he, you know, that not through here, not through here. You may try going there, and you can probably go through, but he doesn't want you to go through there. Is what I'm seeing. It's it's like a metal, half metal wall that God is is get trying to get your attention. He's trying to get your attention. So we thank you, Lord, for um, the discernment that um, you're giving Jennifer as to which way to go. And even though that may be the way that she may want to go, but she knows the way that you want is a different way, and she's she's sensitive. She's sensitive to your walk and your talk, and her talk, Father God, as to where she's supposed to go and where she where she's supposed to um, use her mouth in. I don't know. Um, just seeing that um, that's not where, but she'll she'll know. She'll know. Because your spirit is with her, guiding her and, and leading her. So we thank you for that, Father God. Thank you, Father God, for the direction that you're giving her and that she's understanding the barriers that are before her. We praise you. We give you thanks for her in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. All right, it opened up and now it's not opening up. Come on. Hello? Okay. Are you there, Jennifer? I am. Amen. Okay. That's pretty accurate. Praise yes. Lord. How are you? Yes. I'm good. God's been just giving me a lot of revelation, um, discernment, insight, um, Allowing just visions, dreams that are allowing me to see past, you know, just giving me clarity and seeing through situations. Yeah, just the healing of memories and, you know, bringing, just extending compassion and um, just a greater love in my life just yeah just really showing me what it means to um, just healing just a lot of healing you know and the struggle and the anguish and um, just taking me through the process of mourning and, you know, going through the feelings, not denying thoughts or emotions or or experiences, but really feeling them in totality and pushing through them um, so that I can, you know, navigate in a healthy manner um, you know, just trust him and be confident in his in his ways and just acceptance, I guess. Acceptance. But also not to like hard when he shows me something, not to you know, we're not supposed to judge 
you know, we he's given me a lens of compassion uh, and understanding for people and what, you know, their issues, I guess, even though um, people may not be aware of things in their life, he's given me an awareness and and the, you know, not having to say anything, you know, just to pray and to just continue in love, demonstrate love to people, um, you know, giving him the pain, I guess you can say, and letting him heal my emotions through all that. So God is good. Amen. Amen. Well, you're doing good. It sounds like you're doing good and you're yeah. you're on top of things. Well, praise the Lord. Um, yes. Yeah. Is there anything you would like to say tonight to uh, give encouragement to other people? Um, anything that you would like us to pray, pray about tonight? Oh, wow. Wow. Encouragement. Just be confident in God. He, he, His love does not fail, and He hasn't forgotten you. Um, you know He's with you, and through everything, there's nothing that you go through that He doesn't see, that He hasn't witnessed, that He doesn't hear. He He knows the conversations that are going on behind your back, and just trust in his divine protection and provision. Uh, he's just everything. He really means what he says, you know, just ask him to do for you, you know, in those moments and he will reveal himself. Um, yeah. Just give him he is with me. us. Yes, mm-hmm. he is with us. He is with us. I guess um, for prayer, just mm, for, you know, continued healing my heart, but also uh, more importantly, um, tonight for my son's salvation and my daughter, my daughter, their healing, um, their healing to deal with emotions and ways of of let's see um just regulating their emotions in a healthy manner mm-hmm. all right father in the name of jesus lord we lift up um jennifer's children their her son and her daughter father god She's praying for their salvation, and we just thank you, Father God, for for what you're doing in their lives, how you're orchestrating things, how you're allowing them to see your, your hand, your love, your touch, Father God, that they're able to see see you, Father God, in places where they normally haven't seen you before, but that they'll be able to see your hand, your touch, your your guidance, Father God. And we just thank you, Father God, that they will, when they do open their eyes, that they will see that that their mother was there praying for them all along. Thank you, Father, for the work that you're doing in their hearts. We just praise you. We give you glory. We give you thanks. 
for for that work in their lives, Father God, and that in your perfect timing that they will see. We just thank you, Lord, just like what happened with Joseph and his brothers, Father God, in due time, they're going to see. And sometimes people have to go through things, Father God, in order to um, realize that God has been there all along, and um, they have to move towards God. And just like Joseph's brothers had to move to where they, they could get their provision, they're going to also move and open their eyes, and they're going to see. They're going to see. They will see. And we thank you for that, Lord. We're, we're so confident that, that you're hearing our prayers. And continue <laughs> touching Jennifer, Father God to be that example of a mother, a godly mother, that they would always remember the things that she does, Father God, that even without preaching to them that in her life, that they will see, Father God, the the ways that we're supposed to walk as a godly woman, as a godly person, Father God, that they will see that in their mother, Father, in the name of Jesus. And we just praise you and give you all the glory. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. All right. All right, Jennifer, it's been good to hear you. Thank you, Carmen. Thank you. God bless you. You're welcome. God bless you. I Thank hope you, you have a great week. Thank All you. Right. You as well. Okay. All right. Our next caller is 404-453. Your name and where you're from. Hi, Carmen. It's Madeline from Georgia. All right. I'll put you on mute. I'll be right back. This blog talk thing is, they got some new things going on, and it's a little different. All right. Madeline from Georgia. Thank you, Lord, for Madeline from Georgia, Father God. Thank you, Lord, for this woman of God. Thank you, Lord. You know, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm seeing a time of celebration. I see like balloons, uh, a time of celebration. Um, I see you joyful. I'm not sure if you're celebrating about yourself or somebody else, but you're involved in it. And um, there's times where we have to be joyful, too, and celebrate and celebrate. It's not always, you know, um, other things. Uh, That is also important. That is also important to the heart of God, the times of celebration. It means a lot. It means it creates memories, beautiful memories. We thank you, Lord, for these times of memories that are being created in her life and the life of her loved ones and her friends and her family, Father God. We just thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for for letting her hold that time of joy um, because I could see you like holding balloons, you know, like in celebration. Oh, these are uplifting, uplifting to other people also. That's what I'm seeing, that, like, you're you're giving those balloons out, um, kind of uplifting them um, as you see necessary. It's almost like you give one to this one, two to that one, uh, maybe more to the other one, and I'm seeing you giving, giving. 
giving, um, bringing, uplifting, uplifting the lives of others. And that's what God calls us. He, he's called us to be light, to, um, to be light. And that's part of being light. That's part of being light, to lift, you know, to lift the burdens, to lift the things that others have um, and make it light. Um, what God has given to you, you're able to give to others. So we just praise you, Lord, for what you're doing in Madeline's life, Father God, using her, touching her, and lifting her, even her own life. And in return, she lifts others. So we can't give of what we haven't received from you, Lord. And so we thank you, Father God. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you for all you do in our lives and for what you do in Madeline's life. Thank you, Lord. We give you thanks. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. All right. Let's see. This is Madeline. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hello. Yeah. How are you? Hey, Carmen. How are you? Good. I hey. tell you, the times I do come in, God let me hear. Um, again, that message is so powerful, watching, being on the wall. It's our turn. Um, I'm, like he was saying, it's not a time to be afraid, but it's to get your house in order to get your, your, as he was saying, steady and, and, um, and prepare for his coming. Um, we, we just can't be distracted or lazy about these things that the signs are around us. Yes, and he has control of it, but I still believe that it's still in preparation. And um, your neighbors praying, you know, just stand on the wall praying, interceding. And I, I felt like... Uh, when Joseph, well, he was in prison for 20 years, um, and and then he was uh, he was he was able to meet the needs of his family and others, you know, and where he came from, and and uh, he was able to release the hurt and the bitterness and. This is so timely. It is so timely. And those are some of the things that I'm rejoicing in, that God's removing the it's celebration time. So I, I'm I'm excited about that. I just know in the spirit, you know. And uh I had this dream that I saw um the Lord was having me to prophesy. And in the dream, I could hear him just speaking out of me and the voice of the change. And it was prophets everywhere, you know, that were coming. And I remember this one prophet, he had a uh, a beard, you know, that kind of curled, but his hair was kind of blondish kind of at the time. But he was just coming to lay hands, and I was just speaking God's word, and and it was in preparation. It was preparing, saying, prepare yourselves, prepare, because we have to be in position 
and um, not just fashioned to each other and this and that, watching and praying and interceding. So I'm glad you had that message. And I didn't see that but about the, the sun, but I've been noticing the weather and things around and um, not in fear, but in expectation. You know, as he was talking about and being this time to be in your word and hide it in your heart and and uh, be ready to speak the oracles of God and stand by it. So yeah, yeah. this 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 is good. This this is yeah. And um, I saw a man in the store at uh, Cracker Barrel. And I was ordering a dinner because um, God had given instruction for me, an assignment to do. And so I've been doing it, but, you know, you get kind of slowed down or thinking, but I thank him for answering prayer to get back on and keep it going. And so this man was standing uh, there and he looked at me and he thought I was, and in line to order, I said, no, I already ordered. And he said, well, I'm just waiting for them to give me something to eat. And he was homeless. He he began to talk to me about his mother passing and how things, job went out. And he said, you know, it's scary to live in the woods. But, and when he was talking, um, I kind of stood back a, a, just a minute, not in fear. I, I don't know. I just stepped back a moment. And I heard the Lord told me to give him some money. And he was saying that he gave uh, one of his Walmart cards uh, that had $4 on it uh, to the young lady to get him something to eat. And that's what he was waiting for. And he said, I saw $5. He said he had to wash his clothes or what he had. And then, you know, but I I kid you not, it's not what I had because I needed to pay a, a, a bill. And I was believing God for it because I had to do something else, you know, to get it. And to give this man, I, I, I just felt so right that I had something to give of sacrifice just here. And he was talking, and I said, well, you know, he was saying scary in in the woods. I said, well, you know, Jesus is with you, you know. And so he started to talk to me about his mom. He said she had backslid. He said, but this preacher came in and said she had no activity because she was dying. And he said, but he witnessed her opening her eyes, and she was able to listen to the preacher before he said that she took a final uh, breath. And I said, look at God, we just need to be in the place. So I said, well, Jesus, I said, the Lord told me to give you this. And he said, wow, wow. And I said, wow, because it's just this time, not about yourself. What about Mm -hmm. the neighbors? What about 
what about it out here? How can we just sit and not do anything? And I just have so much to give and to do. So, yeah, that was right on. It's a celebration time, mm-hmm. you know, for my family and uh, divided and people not speaking to each other and 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 church members holding grudges, but they're doing the 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 form of it, but it's no heart of God or a heart for people mm-hmm. or a heart for Israel that people at war and innocent people that we can intercede for them. You know, mm-hmm. this is real. It's 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 not it's not in vain. It's you know, it's not a hoax. It's real. And you can yeah. feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can feel it, and and I'm so glad you said that about the house and the clothing rug. Last time we talked, I said I did it, I did it. Um, but it is getting your house in order and preparation, and the Lord is getting my house. He was saying, he he was telling me what to do, and I was doing it by faith, and it was coming to, you know, full fledged position. But um, mm-hmm. I said, okay, Lord, you know, let's do this, you know. And so you're, it's just on, on point about that. It, it's, it's like, thank you, Father, you know, that someone else is seeing and knowing what we need to do, what, what he said, and then being together and not being afraid. But... Um, mm-hmm. Because it's easy to when things are happening. You know, it's it's easy, you know, if you, but you need to be careful. You need to watch what's going in your heart. And when people do ugly things, not to be unforgiving and and just make sure your heart doesn't get that. Amen. The enemy will get in and and then it'll be hard for you. It'll be hard for you to help others because you need help yourself. Amen. Amen. So That's, true. That's so true. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, as I was That's talking awesome. to you, I don't know who it is that's listening. Um, I got to say something. Uh, just yesterday, I think it was, uh, I was watching some movie about a family, about mm-hmm. the mother and a father, and uh, the mother was supposedly a doctor. And uh, it seemed like the father and the son had an argument. He was a teenager, and um, the police come to the house. And uh, Mm -hmm. the mother sees in the hospital a young girl that was killed. And um, this is like to the extreme, to the extreme, right? Um, And Mm -hmm. here comes to find out um, that their son had killed the girl, but it was by mistake. He was trying to protect himself, and... Instead, you know, hurt her and, and just made one thing worse after the other. Then the father, trying to help, he makes things and tampers with the evidence and then makes things worse. And then at the end, finally, they all agreed that he, he needed to, you know, the young man decided that he was going to do the right thing. But by that mm-hmm. point, you know, they had said, okay, you know, you, you, you defended yourself, but you made, your, made things worse by running off. And then the father made things worse by tampering with evidence. So instead of getting the 30 years, they they gave him four years. But he got out wow. in two years. And the father did have to go to jail 
but the, the lesson to all of this is sometimes we have to let other people experience their own um, messes and not mm-hmm. get involved because we Ooh. can also damage things. We Amen. damage things and make, make things worse, and we make it worse for ourselves and for them and prolong things. But when people decide to get right, yeah, there may be some consequences, but it won't be the consequences yes. that were originally thought of. And so sometimes people do make mistakes, and so we have to learn to be forgiving and loving. Amen. Amen. And we have to forgive, mm. forgive, and uh, allow to uh, to grow and uh, not be so condemning. And always let them know that you love them, that you're there for them. Because sometimes people do stupid things, you know, uh, whether it's in yeah. jail or whatever the situation may be, whether a husband or wife, um, yeah. we need to be loved. And we need to let Teach. people make their mistakes. But don't touch it because then you're gonna you're gonna suffer because yeah. God says I didn't send you there I didn't send you to do that right. and so there are yeah. consequences just like they're in a in a court yeah. of law there's consequences in the court of of heaven and so mm-hmm. um, mm. thank you Jesus that's what I just sent I don't know for who that is but um, it was so funny Amen. that I, I I don't like watching those movies, but there was something there that I felt like I, yeah. I needed to yeah. learn um, yeah. out of that movie. Go ahead. Well, that's confirmation, my goddaughter. She was going through some changes in, with her family, her husband, and, and I. It, basically I told her the same thing, is that you're being distracted by what he's doing and not doing and blaming and this and that stay in your own lane pray as the scriptures say you'll see your change behavior to walk but when people are ready you know if he's allowing you to read your word go to church give love leave that alone you know let god do the work in that and just love him as your husband, you know, doing the right things that you need to do. I said, because these things are easily distracted because the enemy said, look at this, look at that. What about you? Oh, poor you and this and that. And I understand that, you know, Mm -hmm. of God growing me up, you know, and didn't know the heart of the, that there was some anger and bitterness down in there that he loved me enough to show me you know, what's down in there, the gifts were there, but we don't need our gifts tainted. It need real, true love, and the word is love, is powerful. And so mm-hmm. um, do what he say. And because uh, we got too much in, on our own so that the Lord is revealing and talking to us about and long-suffering and patient with us. So um, that right there was discussion today when and and the young you know the goddaughter she received it she said you know you're right you're right and she just start repenting talking to god right then and there because it was convicting not condemning and uh Mm -hmm. you had somebody right there to say i do i understand you know i understand but uh, this is good. This well, let's is good. point this, to that movie. 
Like yeah. the movie, the mother was a doctor, and she kept saying, no, let's go to this party. You know, there's got to be a reason for this. And she kept believing the best of her son. But, you know, mm-hmm. there was the truth that he had done it, but it wasn't the way mm-hmm. that everybody thought it was. Um, there was more right. to the story than, than, you know, meets the eye. But when he got honest, he truly saw that his father loved him. He was willing mm. to go out there and ruin himself, even though he was wrong. Um, mm-hmm. He realized that his father mm-hmm. did love him. And they, that was the beginning of the movie, that they had an argument and he had left. And things were just not going wow. well between them. And then uh, then uh, that took on another uh, twist in his other relationships. And so we have to walk in mm-hmm. love with other people, but mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that we cover everything. Love covers a multitude of sins, but not that way. Not like the father yeah. tampering with mm-hmm. evidence, uh, trying to save him. We have to let God yeah. save people, yeah. not we save yeah. them. Yes. Amen. Yes. Yes. Amen. Mm-hmm. Good. Thank you, Carmen. That's really good. Again, it's, it's been good to hear your voice and and the message is so on point. I, I, I it's good and uh, happened to I was in to be able to uh, catch catch you. Others I haven't been able to catch up with, you know. But um, <laughs> but this this is that's why we're here was, oh, every every yeah. day. Yeah. <laughs> There's always somebody. One of us is always here. So uh, yeah. That. Is yeah. there anything you like to pray about before you know we move on to another caller? Oh yeah, if you would, um, um, praying for my family that you have my brother, uh, my older brother. Um, I had an uncle to pass, and I went to the uh, funeral, and and that I'm praying that our family was coming together, and of some cousins, and we just pray that our family, our, that they won't be divided like this of uh, uh, bitterness one another. That that they mm-hmm. can uh, we can be on one accord. We only have one uncle left, and praying for my brother. Uh, I heard, I hadn't seen him or heard in a while, but I had heard he had cancer and had, had um, surgery, but be prayerful that, you know, that he can forgive, he can get understanding. Uh, he judged our dad hard, and he became like him and, and his sons, um, Corey. Corey had been incarcerated, but he had his, he received the Lord at a young age, but because he's gone to jail and gotten in, like you were saying, with these stories and stuff, he um, had all these tattoos, and he tattooed 666 while he was in prison on his head, but he could not receive the love of his dad, and that was a generational curse on my dad's side. He was angry with his dad, and 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 it's just enough for our men sons, you know, that have a call on their lives, that they can um, receive Christ and be built up and and lead their families and nations and communities. Um, but, did yeah. You, did you have like, to Prophet Randy this uh, past Thursday? No, I didn't. I was actually at you the funeral. Been there. Go, go to yeah. the archives. And okay. um, take some communion and be prayerful. 
That's exactly yeah. what he was ta- talking about um, in communion time, um, breaking those uh, generational curses in family lines. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah. exactly what you're talking about. And, um, yeah. I mean, it's important on Thursdays to listen in and um, hear what he's got to say because he's on target about a lot of things. This communion is cleaning our bloodline, our DNA, oh. and not only ours, I, our families. I agree. I agree. That's confirmation. Um, I'm actually started a fast, and the Lord said do the communion, and so I have things set up. But thank you for uh, bringing that because that's exactly what the Lord is telling me to do, you know. But, yeah. That's good. That's yeah, good. That's yeah, exactly I was at the funeral. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Well, you, you you can listen to the archives. God is good. <laughs> that's okay. what the archives oh, are there for. That's great. Listen to okay. them and you pull out your communion and, you know, just pray and, and be in agreement. Um, so we thank you, okay. Lord, for what you're doing with Madeline, uh, Father God, and her family, Father God, with breaking those generational curses, Father God in her family, and her siblings. Father God, we just thank you, Father, in Jesus' name, for breaking all that in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I, I, there's a lot of echo right now. So, um, all right, okay. man. All right, God, all right, God bless you. Bless you. Love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Love you, too. Have a great week. All right. All right. The next call is 251-229, your name and where you're from. Mm. Hello? Thank you, Lord. Mm. Hello, Sarah? Sarah? I think it's Sarah. Sarah! <laughs> well, if it's, she's probably tired, poor thing. All right. I'm just going to pray for her. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for Sarah. I, I think I recognize that number. Thank you, Lord, for Sarah, Father God. Lord, Lord, I just pray that you rest your presence all over her, Father God, um, and lift her up, Father God. There's, uh, she's tired. Um, give her sweet sleep tonight. Help her, Father God, to go into such deep sleep, Father God, like she's never had before, Father God. Sweet sleep. Refresh, refresh her soul. Refresh her, Father God, and her body and her soul and her spirit. In the name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord. Give her the strength. Give her the discernment. Discernment, Father God, to to know what things to do and what things to stay away from. Bring healing to her body, Father God. Oh, Lord, you know, we, we, we cast that spirit of anxiety. We cast that spirit of anxiety. Yes, yes, in the name of Jesus. Yeah, and that sense of uh, that comes over her and, and tries to drain her all of a sudden. We, we command that thing to leave her right now in the name of Jesus. We command that thing to leave her right now in the name of Jesus. 
Yira bosho tondororo kori liandororo koya. It comes from nowhere. So we rebuke you, Satan. You're not going to come upon her when she least expects it. You're going to leave her alone in the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is on her from the top of her head to the bottom of her feet. It's almost like a panic attack. Thank you, Lord. We rebuke the panic attacks. The panic attacks. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name for setting her free. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me try her one more time. Hello, Sarah? Oh, hi. I, I called on you. I came back. I just prayed for you. That was for you. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. Yeah, I, you're going to have to listen to the archives because I prayed for you, okay? Okay. <laughs> so how are you doing this week? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. How's your family, your daughter? Doing good. She's doing good. She's um, gonna start working. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. All right. Um, is there anything you want us to pray about? Anything you want to say tonight? You sound tired, dear. Hello. Let's see. Call dropped. Yeah, it it dropped. Oh, okay. Oh, I'm so sorry about that. Yeah, her call dropped. Now I see it. Yeah, uh, something went wrong. All right, we prayed for her. Okay. All right. Uh, 803-991, your name and where are you from? Hi, Carmen. This is Carolina. Hi, Angela. Okay. Give me a minute, and I'll be right back. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for for Angela, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, you know, there's a, a wealth of wisdom that has, God has placed in you. And there's a season where we have to learn. There's a season for everything. And there's a season to learn. There's a season to um, to give out of what we've learned. Uh, there's a season for, for everything, you know. There's a season for life. There's a season for death. There's a season for um, having babies, ha- um, getting married. There's a season for everything. And um, I'm sensing there's a season right now where God is trying to show you some things that you didn't know before, a season where you sit down as the student to to learn. And that's not a bad thing. That's just putting more into your arsenal, I, I sense, that God is preparing you in other areas. And so sometimes we have to learn from from people that we um, we don't want to learn from. <laughs> 
<laughs> there's some people that we rather not learn from them, but there's that season and and God is uh it's almost like when you go and you're in the military and you you have your favorite sergeants and they're these sergeants that you can't stand <laughs> what you're learning what it is that they're trying to teach you in basic training and um and everybody has them. Everybody has them. And soldiers, I hear that, you know, when they, they talk about when they, they, they began their basic training, you know. And it's almost like when you go to high school, too, you know, you have your favorite teachers, the teachers you can't stand. <laughs> and so this is a season that has God has you sitting down, taking notes, taking notes, learning some things. Um, and there may be people that, like I said, like those sergeants, like those teachers that are you know, that you wish you had somebody else instead. And so um, even in that, God is teaching you because there's some lessons there that you're going to learn through even that. And so this is the season. This is the season to be like a student, like a student, a student taking notes. And take notes very well because it can depend on your life later on. Um, Just like a student, a soldier that's in uh, basic training, if he doesn't learn his uh, his the things that he needs to learn when he's out there at war, it's not the time to say, oh, I wish I could have paid more attention, but I just didn't like that professor or that that sergeant or, or that master sergeant or whoever it was. And so take notes, whatever it is that the Lord is teaching you now. Um, it's important. It's very important. And uh, thank you, Lord. This is what I'm sensing. It's very important right now. So I thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in Angela, that she knows how to humble herself and learn the things that that she needs to, to learn for later on, for later on. So we thank you, Lord, because you receive the glory. You receive the glory. Thank you for the season. Show her in the season all the things that she needs to do and needs to learn and the position that she needs to take to learn it. So we thank you for that in the name of Jesus. Uh, God will lift you up. God will lift you up. I see you like in a classroom. And I see you like if you were surrounded by men and even um, whoever's teaching doesn't want to teach you. And you're working hard. You're working hard. And you're not giving up. And I see you achieving the goal. I see you achieving the goal that even though you, it seems almost like you're one of a kind. <laughs> it seems like you're one of a kind, but you're going to make it. You're going to make it through. And they're going to be shocked. And it's going to be for a testimony. For even the person that's teaching you and those around you, it's going to be a testimony in the name of Jesus. I don't know what that's all about, but I praise you, Lord. Give you thanks in Jesus' name. All right. Let me look for her number now. All right. Angela, are you there? Amen. Yes, Carmen. Thank you so much. Amen. I see that. Wow. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. How are you? What are you doing? I'm writing notes. <laughs> I'm writing <laughs> notes tonight. I'm, I just got through writing out a prayer, actually. So. 
Oh, that was oh. yeah. Looking over some of my writings that I've been working on too. So yeah, he's been having me taking some. That's wow. It's amazing you said that because I was doing that earlier today. But um, it's funny you say that because I was I was listening to this guy last weekend and um <laughs> and uh I didn't like the way he sounds a little bit, but I know what the message he was giving was on point. So that's funny. I hear you mm-hmm. say that, and I was talking to the Lord about that. I said, well, I, don't, I said, oh, gosh, now he wants to sing. I said, Lord, I have to listen to him sing because I said, because he, 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 he yells a lot, but he gets the points across. But I know he's got, he's, <laughs> uh, he, he's, I know he's a God messenger, but <laughs> it's kind of hard to follow him sometimes. Well, so that I means a lot of sense what you're time. saying. I remember one time that I was taking a, mm-hmm. a psychology class, and there was this professor. He he looked like Santa Claus. Yeah, I'm trying to give you a picture of how he looked. Okay. And um, right. they couldn't stand him. Nobody could stand him, and he was always changing up the class. And I got in there, and I started praying early. I would pray and anoint the wall because it was that bad. Everybody was so stressed out. And I'm like, what is this man doing? But God was giving me this cassette tape to listen to, and I was Mm -hmm. like, I didn't want to listen to the cassette tape. I had gotten it from the library. That's how, you know, I was like, the Lord was telling me, read this book. And I was like, I don't want to read no book. I'm tired. I got a whole bunch of, you know, things to do. And the Lord kept impressing. And then I went to the library with my my ex-husband at the time, my husband at the time, and my son. And then I noticed mm-hmm. that they had the book in cassette form. And I said, oh, well, I'll listen to it in the car, right? right? So I started listening to it. Then I realized what the professor was doing, and God was giving me the tools mm-hmm. for what the professor was doing so I wouldn't be so stressed out. That class was so bad that one girl the semester before, she was pregnant, she lost her baby. Oh, That's wow. how bad it was. One of the wow. students would walk in, walked in there one day and cussed at the professor, and he just smiled. And then once I, I listened to the cassette, the, the cassette of that book, I said, um, have you ever heard of this book? And he started laughing. He goes, yes. And he got really chummy with me after that. And so I wrote wow. my, you know, my, uh, my paper that I had for the class, and he gave me an A. <laughs> I, wow. was, I thought I was going to get a lower grade, but he gave me an A wow. because, you know, he realized that I, I caught on to what he was doing. And, um, you sound like the, the, the testimony he just gave me. Wow. What's that? You sound like the testimony you just gave me, the the um the prophet just gave me, with you overcoming him in the classroom, yeah. which he had said to yeah. me earlier. Uh, I did not like him. I did not like him. And then things turned around. But God was already giving me the keys to how to do it, you know, what it was right. that I needed to learn so that I could pass wow. the class. And that helped me because those were life lessons that he was trying to teach us, but he went about it the wrong way. But, you know, you couldn't <laughs> tell him, but there was still a good lesson in, in, in what he was right. trying to convey. But it was, you know, I wouldn't have done it that way. But, you know, to him, he was just uh, – Eventually, they got him out of there. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> wow. but I overcame because God helped me. Amen. Right, so, right. 
praise God. That was a challenge that class. Amen. I was like, oh, right. dear Lord. What yeah, type of class was it? Was it you said psychology? Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I was a professor in psychology. I can't remember what the years oh, okay. back. But I would have to go wow. in there early and anoint the classroom for peace because people were getting mad. They were. Now, wow. he's not doing this as one, one um, girl went out and she started cussing him out. And I was like, oh, my God. That was, it was that bad. He, he was had pretty rough, all man. stressed out. Right. But that was, you know, wow. also a project of his. He was taking notes. He was even watching us, how we were behaving. But that was wrong. It was just wrong. <laughs> I'm telling you. But we, I overcame. Well, we overcame. You did. And I was like, awesome. yeah. And I was a happy camper wow. after that. But I learned a lesson. Right. I learned right. a lesson. And and um, I still today I I go back to that what he was trying to teach us. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know what? This is a good lesson, even in the kingdom of God. So right. it worked out. Right. So we'll see. The same thing will happen with you. Right. Amen. Amen. <laughs> Thanks for that encouragement. Thanks for the heads up. <laughs> yes, yes. Wow. Is there anything you want to say or anything you want to pray about? Well, if you could pray for my friend, um, she's been going through a lot of emotional turmoil, um, just mental stress, I think. Um, yeah, just if you could pray for her, her name is Sandra. And um, okay. thank God we just help her to really um, focus on him and not worry so much about what she's been having to go through and dealing with. Yes. Yeah. Yes, Father God, we just lift up standard to you, Lord. You see all the uh, stress that she's going through. Lord, we just ask you, just like you did for me, that we were all stressed out because other because of others. Uh, we just ask you to help her and guide her and show her what, where to go, what to do, um, where to hear your voice to make sense of what's going on in her life, that that burden will be lifted up. And we lift that up from her, Father God, and we give it to you, and we pray that you give her guidance, Father. Show her, show her. And we lift this up to you, Father God. You say to cast your cares on, on you, Lord. So we lift her up to you, Father God, and we cast this care on you in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord, for what you're about to do in her life. Thank you, Lord, for touching her emotions. Thank you, Lord, for setting her free, for giving her guidance. And bless my sister Angela, Father God, with her, her, whoever's teaching her, whatever she's going through, Lord, just bless her, Father God, that that, that it'll be enjoyable, that she will learn, Father God, what it is, the, the lesson that she needs to learn. Father God, we just praise you and give you glory and we give you thanks. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, girl. Bless you too, Carmen. So good to hear your voice tonight. Thank you so much. You're welcome. God bless. Okay. God bless you too. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Um, Let's see. Oh, that person dropped the call. I'm just sorry. They They were next. All right. Uh. 402553, your name and where you're from. 402553. Hi, Carmen. Who's this? 
I'm sorry, I can't hear you. <laughs> it's Andrea. Andrea, okay. All right, let me put you on mute. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for Andrea, Father God. We just thank you for our sister, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. This is what I'm hearing. You know, Andrea, um, you know how in the military, when they strategize over a war, they don't use the same old strategy for the last war into a new war. They always get a new strategy. So I'm sensing that the Lord is trying to show you new things that you didn't even know before in order to, to fight in prayer certain things. It's almost like, you know, um, in the military, you know, how they strategize new strategies for the new tactics. You know, the enemy has different tactics. It's some kind of the same old tactics, but they use he uses different tactics that may look like something new, but it, is, it really isn't. But God is going to show you. He's going to show you you know, um, those tactics, how to dismantle that with new strategies, the strategies that may seem like they're new, but they're not new, but it's just different. And so God is showing you, is going to show you, because he doesn't want you to rely on the old, because relying on the old is relying on yourself. And and if, and that if that were the case, then everybody would figure things out, and then they would not need God. Then they won't need anything from God. And so God is allowing this so that you could always trust on him and rely on him and not get used to the strategies of how things were won in the past. Even generals, even generals have to learn that and rely on new things, new strategies. They know that they can't use the old with the new. They can't use the old with the new. So we thank you, Lord, for for new things, new things, new directions, new strategies, new new ways of even dealing with certain people. Even ways of of dealing with certain people. That God is giving you new strategies with, with people, with people. You know, what didn't work before, he's giving you something new. So we thank you, Father God. For those new strategies. You know, even, even the older soldiers, even the higher ranks learn new strategies. And they know it better that you can't use the old with the new. So we thank you. It's not that you you don't know. It's just that that's just how it is to rely on God. So we thank you for that in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, for what you're doing in Andrea's life. Thank you, Father God, for revealing to her new things, new things, new things for prayer, new things for life, new things. 
new things. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. Let's see. Give me a second because I have this thing on my phone where I don't, I'm not supposed to get too close to it, and it just goes off and it opens up a screen trying to get to the speaker. Come on. All right. Let me let it do its thing. <laughs> there we go. All right. Let me find her number. Hello, Andrea. How are you? Oh, not too bad. You're talking about uh, Nineveh. And you know, and Jonah and my pastor has been given a ser- He gave four sermons. Uh, he practically spent a month on uh, Nineveh and Jonah, and the different uh-huh. you know different characteristics and and things, of course, and about repentance. And it was really weird because the last um, the last week uh, I was at my client's house, and I like to watch you know mysteries of the museum with her because there's you know. There's things that you find out um, that took place in history. And they were going uh-huh. over Pompeii. It is kind of the flip side of the coin about repenting, uh-huh. which they did not. But anyway, um, if you remember Pompeii, yeah. that was the one that was taken out by Mount Vesuvius. You know, the big yeah, volcano give a little, that erupted. Give a little detail on that for those that don't know the history of that, just in case. I mean, well, I know Pompeii, about it. Yeah, Pompeii. Um, well, anyway, Mr. the Museum was saying how how art, how they had great architecture and it was a rich city and this and that and it, you know talked about the total destruction of it, this volcano, and mm-hmm. you know literally there were people um, that were carbonized from the volcano. Plus, they had mm-hmm. um, there was like cavities um and the, they found hollow spaces in the ground and they pour plaster in there and it, it formed a human being you know that's where mm-hmm. they had had basically decomposed and stuff but it was just un- unreal but what they didn't mention was and i i googled it i said how wicked was pompeii <laughs> mm-hmm. and pompeii was a very very wicked city and i found this archaeological um is very is a biblical archaeological uh, article, and they were going through the you know the history of Pompeii, and that that volcano was 100,000 times stronger than the atomic bomb that hit Hiroshima. Wow! It, it had 10 meters of suet and you know, volcanic ash and you know molten lava etc. poured over that city, mm-hmm. a 10 meters above. And uh, it was just unreal. And uh, but it was so wicked that uh, they had you know brothels, multiple brothels. They they uh, you know they had their form of abortion where they would be just basically if they didn't want a child or baby, they they basically kill it. Oh. And uh, blood sports and you name it. I mean that was about them. And the guy was saying, uh, we shouldn't say, I mean, there are so many lewd pictures. I guess they were the ones that my friend told me this, that they had invented the 69 sex position. That came from Pompeii. Oh. And there were, there were so many lewd pictures that they actually walled it up when they, just, when they had, uh, you know, just, they had unearthed it. Um, these walls mm-hmm. and stuff, they walled up these lewd drawings and stuff. They wouldn't let anybody see them. 
And then they took down the wall, I think like 100 years later, then put it back up. <laughs> then they took it down again, uh, I guess for the sexual revolution, and then they walled it back up, and they finally took it completely down in 2000, I think it was 2000, something like that. And it's remained down. But they will not, they forbid children to go in there. Wow. To see these, these uh, drawings and stuff. It, it was that bad. But this guy was saying, you know, we better not say tisk, 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 okay, but we better be thinking about a repenting for the United States. I mean, mourning for the United States and praying for people to repent because uh, he was going through how many prostitutes are in the United States, how many uh, LGBT people are in the United States, how many witches yep. are in the United States, how many... <laughs> How the abortions were, so God were, is you know, waiting for them to repent. It, yeah, he's long yeah. suffering. <laughs> but but his cup is going to tilt over. Mm-hmm. Yep. But I thought that was very, very interesting um, that that came, uh, that show came on, and, and I looked up that Pompeii, and I shared the article with a lot of people <laughs> because wow. we're getting to that point. And we've already had a, a form of a Jonah come to the United States mm-hmm. in, uh, by Dimitri Dudeman. If you read up on Dimitri Dudeman, um, he points out an angel told him uh, which places were going to get hit with a nuclear bomb or, you know, atomic, you know a nuclear weapon. And it was like Las Vegas, California. Florida, New York, Ooh. and uh, there might have been one other one. But those are, you know, they're also coastline places. But there, you know, there's going to be a point where um, some of these people, like Pompey, are not going to repent. You know, they just won't. And God's yeah. not a God that he, he has to judge them. If he did not judge them, he'd have to apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah. Yep. <laughs> so, so, anyway, but it was rather interesting. But yeah, if you read up on Dimitri Dudeman, and it's you know, it's, 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 that's why we have to really be praying for you know for people to repent, turn turn from their wicked ways, because uh, yeah. Well, but how will they know if somebody doesn't tell them? And yep. that's us. And just pray for the right people to come into their paths, you know. Yeah. So, that's in the area of um, Italy. Oh, yeah. Where, Pompeii um, is in Italy. And oh, the yeah, other thing my... he said, mm-hmm. well, another thing he said was, okay, and this is kind of interesting. Um, okay. Jerusalem, the temple was destroyed in 70 A.D. Pompeii, that volcano erupted in 79 A.D. Mm. And uh, there's another archaeological person uh, that was saying it could have been even sooner than that, that they might may have misguided the timeline. And it could have been just a few months after the temple was, was uh, ruined. And it was retro. You know, yeah, he believes it was retribution. You know, for what they did. Yeah, that that was in uh, in Italy, like the lower part of Italy. I remember. Um, I lived in Italy, 
And um, I remember okay. letting my son go to, um, you know, a school, uh, some team that was going, and he was one of the mascots. And when he went oh, up to Naples, that's close to Pompeii, um, he said it smelled like sulfur. He said, yep. he said that when they got there, it smelled like fart. <laughs> he said, Mom, it smells nasty. But after a while, you know, you got used to the smell because you were there all the time breathing it. He says, but it was nasty. The smell of sulfur was in the air. and But the, oh, the yeah. soil... It's so rich because of what had gone there, you know, all the ashes and all that. That's where they do the wines and all that stuff. So, oh, yeah. Uh, wow. That, that's crazy, isn't it? It is. Yeah, so there's still, uh, yeah, there's a lot of places untouched. And I, I believe that some of these children um, that were, you know, where the ashes and all that hit them, they stayed, like, mummified. Yep, that's exactly it. That's what they were saying about, um, and they, they had given, a, in this article, they actually showed one of the figure figures, you know, that had mummified, that had been carbonized. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's unreal. There's, like, they were saying something about there were, like, 1,500 of these uh mummified or carbonized figures of, that were people around the city. Mm. There's more. Yeah. <laughs> because there was yeah. like, they estimated between, they didn't know for sure, but they were saying there could be twenty to 60,000 that were destroyed people. And there was a sister city. Yeah, it's city a cemetery. Was, yeah. <laughs> and there was a sister city by the name of Herculeum that was also destroyed in the volcano. So it was like, and somebody had scribbled on the wall, um, I guess after it had happened and, you know, things had died down and I guess they were uncovering stuff. There was Uh rooms and stuff too. And somebody had scribbled Sodom and Gomorrah on the wall. (laughs) Whoa. Yep. And to think these are places where people go, you know, travel to and and they don't realize the history of, of what went on there. Or maybe, you know, even in hotels where people do make sin, you know, in hotels, and you're right there in that room. And so it's important for us to pray where we, we go. Oh, yeah. Because we can pick up things. We can pick up things, you know. Um even people that move into houses, um, it's a good thing. I don't know who I'm, I'm talking to. It would be a good thing to anoint your home and cast out those spirits because if there was somebody there before that had uh, gotten a, a divorce or something like that, you know, that stuff lingers in your house. And so you need to learn to pray, anoint the home, and invite God's presence to there because you never know. You never know. Yeah, and I so was t- uh, I was told that too. I was telling that to a, a young lady that um, I had befriended, and she was wondering about that. She goes, how do you know it's your house? And so I told her, and I said, just to go over past things um, that you think are were there that happened and just break off things and just plead the blood of Jesus over your place and anoint it. Yes, anoint the, the person that lives there has oil. the authority. 
Yeah, not yeah. anybody else. It has, it, the person has the authority to to break those things that live there. So, I mean, you can tell them about it, but, I mean, you don't have the authority. You don't live there. You know, they're not going to listen to you. Um, I, I remember with yeah. a, a, a family member that that happened, and I saw these, uh, I felt uh, a, a, a demon there in their house, and um I I could see it like it was looking at me, and I told that person, "Look, you need to pray. You need to pray for your house. You know, you need to get that." I didn't feel led to pray, and sure enough, bad things started happening later on. And uh, you know, but you live and learn. You know. Um, oh yeah. Sometimes yeah, I don't she want asked me how to you. pray. So so she's gonna do that. She's gonna anoint her home with oil and pray over it. Yes. Yes, and even when you travel and you go to hotels, it's oh, good yeah. to pray. Yeah, you never yeah, know absolutely. what people carry. It's not that you walk in fear, but, you know, you walk in wisdom so that these things don't oh, happen yeah. to you, and you learn. And God honors your prayers because, yeah, I mean, people think that they have to be these super Christians in order to do things. No, God knows exactly what's in your heart, and you, you can pray, and He'll get, the Holy Spirit will guide you. As to what to do, well, and he'll he'll absolutely. lead you. We're all we we all have that ability to hear from God, and even prophesy. You don't have to be a prophet to prophesy. We're all we all have that ability because we have the Holy Spirit in us, and we can do that. Amen. So, amen. Wow, wow, that's interesting, Andrea. Um, so is there anything you like to besides that what would you like to say or would you like prayer about a, sp- a specific thing? Oh, yeah, I just, you know, try to get finances together to keep on top of my bills and stuff. So, but God will provide, you know. Yeah. God will provide. Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift up Andrea and her finances, Father God. Lord, you supply all our needs according to your riches and glory. You're the the one that owns this world and everything in it. And there's nothing impossible with you. And we just praise you, Lord. And we thank you ahead of time, Father God, because you're supplying all her needs. I ask you to give her the wisdom, that, that idea, that God idea that she needs, Father God, or even in her finances, Father God, that you would stretch her money out, Father God, to to yes, the place Lord. where all her needs are met. Uh, Lord, do what you did one time in Mexico where these missionaries had come from um, Texas to go over there, and, and they needed to feed many people, and they only had a certain amount of food, and they were able to feed the masses, Father God. So we just pray that, Father God, that whatever she has it will be enough to supply all that she needs. We thank you for that, whether it be through an idea or through a a miracle of you um, stretching the money out or uh, uh, covering everything or somebody giving her something to to cover the cost of something, Lord. We just pray that you supply it, Father God, in Jesus' name, and we thank you for that. We thank you that she meets the right people at the right time, that that she's at the right place at the right time in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen and amen. Anything else, dear? Oh, that's thank about you for that. It, but that about was, Pompeii. It, it, 
it was crazy about that that came on about the same time my pastor was speaking of Nineveh and, and jo- Jonah. And then there was another, I was talking to a client of mine, and he his mm-hmm. pastor was preaching on Jonah and Nineveh and did not know what my pastor was preaching on. Mm. So it's it's the spirit of God um, telling people, wake up. Warning know? them, yeah. Wake up. Yeah, but for those that love <laughs> God, you know, he's there for us. He's going to protect us. He has a hedge of protection around the garden that he loves. He's he's with us, and we should never doubt that. Um, he's with us. But for those that, uh, that's why we got to warn. We got to go out there and warn people, just like Jonah oh, yeah. did. Even those that you don't like, <laughs> you got to warn them. You have to warn them. Absolutely. And that's basically what, you know, what this deal is. I mean, I'm sure Pompey was warned. You know, because this was yeah. after, you know, Christ had been crucified and rose to heaven. It was, it was way after that, the, you know, and mm-hmm. they were still wicked. So you Yeah, know they were believers the that went there, too. <clears throat> there there yep, were signs, so you know too, were that there were believers there. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, there, there has been... Um, Story, uh, the stories about them that, you know, that there were believers that went there um, and there were signs of, of believers being hidden believers because of all the pervert, pervertedness that was going on over there. They were hiding it, but they, they had ways of marking, you know, to let other believers know that they were also followers of Christ. So I just pray oh, yeah. that we do it while we while we're still able to because later on it's going to be harder. So we oh, got to yeah. tell our family, you know, how will they know if you don't tell them? You know, and and exactly. God will confirm it. God will confirm it. I know that God confirms everything that I say, you know, to other people and then they're like, "You said it." And I go, "Yeah, and you didn't listen." <laughs> so you oh, have yeah. to let them go through what they got to go through. Oh, exactly. you know, don't try to say exactly. don't be Holy Ghost Junior. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Just pray. Just pray. God will get a hold of them. I know God listens. You, you, you may not hear about it for, for a long time, but eventually you'll start hearing it. It'll trickle in. The enemy don't want you to know. He don't want you to be encouraged because your prayers are working. He's going to make you discouraged, and but yet they're working. But he'll discourage you to make you think oh, that yeah. you're not your prayers are not being effective. So I mean, you know, that's happened to me. I mean, I remember praying for for God to send somebody to my mom, and here years later, she goes, "Oh, let's go visit my friend," and I'm like, "Your friend? Okay." And it turned out that her friend was a, a believer. And she goes, "Oh, your mom is hard." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, thank you, Jesus. I was praying for this. And I got discouraged. I thought, you know, I was like, but I'm praying. I'm praying, Lord, you know, no sign. I found out years later that my prayers were being answered. So the enemy yeah, will make you think awesome. it's not working. Keep praying. Oh, Keep yeah. praying. <clears throat> oh, yeah. And another thing, my pastor um, was in Italy as well. Like you were, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. He was kind of a missionary prior to coming to our church. He spent like 20 years there and mm. in, uh, in planted churches and ministered to people in Italy. And uh, he, mm-hmm. he wanted to come back to America because he was getting a little bit tired of just speaking Italian. <laughs> uh. He wanted to speak English again. So anyway, so that's why he came to our church. Yeah, they're real different. They, the way that they dress is real different in Christian churches. Um, I, I got to spend time in an Italian church, and I, I understood it because I understand Spanish. I was able to understand everything they said, and they were able to understand everything. I, I would say I just talk slower, um, but that was interesting. But, I mean, I've been in Korean churches, African churches, Italian churches, I've been to a lot of different types of churches, so, you know, where the Spirit of the Lord is, I mean, it's the same God, no matter what language it they is. speak, you can still feel it. <laughs> Amen. You know, you know when you're in the right place, His presence is the same. He He never changes. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever, and anywhere. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Wow. Yeah. No, it's beautiful. And uh, definitely the food is different. It's richer. It tastes better. And it's probably because of all the the things that uh, that has gone on in there with uh, the ashes and all that stuff. There's, it's really rich. I mean, even oh, an yeah. orange, you can taste. Uh, oh, my God. It's just delicious. Um, and I'm like, oh, the first time that I had one, a neighbor had given me some blood oranges. That's what they call them because they're oh. red. And I was like, oh, my goodness, you know, why is she giving me this? And when I tasted it, I was like, oh, my goodness. We ha- we don't know what an orange tastes like over here in the United States. It's bland compared to, to how the food is over there. The asparagus is different. It tastes so – oh, everything tastes better. Everything tastes oh. better. Yes. I'm just thinking That's about it, and my glands are, are I'm salivating, <laughs> <laughs> thinking about, you know, um, the food that we would eat over there. It was very good, very, very good. I mean, I enjoyed it. I liked it. And, then, you know, the people are sweet. Um, I had that uh, blessing to, to meet good people. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, that's interesting. That's something that we should look into and see what happened. And Pompeii and Nineveh and all these place, places. Um, um, Nineveh, I think, is the modern day Mosul. Mosul, M O S U L. The article is something about Armstrong, uh, biblical archaeology, something like that, and Echoes of Pompeii is in mm-hmm. the title. So if you look up that, you'll probably find the article. But like mm-hmm. I said, it was very interesting. It was just very, very interesting, that article. Wow. <clears throat> wow. Well, I okay. It to Randy. Yeah, I could forward to Randy, and maybe he can forward it to other people if they want it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if, the, if that's what you guys want, then just let Randy know, and he'll she'll forward it to him. All righty. Yeah. All right, is, Andrew. Everybody should read that. Yeah, everybody should read that article. I'll put it that way. <laughs> wow. Mm. So, um, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, we really do need to understand history. Uh, otherwise, it repeats itself again. All right, oh, yeah. Andrea, well, God bless you. 
And God bless you, too. You have a wonderful week. You, too. All right. Okie dokie. Let's see. Mm. 442-242, your name and where you're from. 442-242, hello? You're not answering right now. All right, let me, I'll get back to them. Um, I have, okay, I got that person. I'm sorry, I've got to look at these numbers, make sure. Okay. Some of them have dropped, so it changes positions. All right. Out, um, reach others. Your name and where you're from? Hello? Hello? Name Your name Mimi. and where you're from? Can you hear me? Yes, now I can. Okay. My name is Mimi. I'm from Ohio. Mimi from Ohio. Okay. Mimi, I'll put you on, on mute, um, and I'll come back to you. All right. Give me a second here. All right. Thank you, Lord, for um, reach others. Um, we thank you for Mimi, Father God. Thank you for her life, Father God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You know, I see like a uh, a chess game, but you are part of the chess game, and uh, it's the chess game of life. And I see you, but I see you like you're facing the wrong way. And I see this large hand coming around and turning you towards the right place, the right direction. And it was almost like I could see you standing, and you were like confused before that. But then once that big hand took you and, and turned you to the right direction, I could see like your body language relaxed. It's like um, the hand of God directing you to the right directions to know your position in life, to know your position in the game of life. And so we thank you, Lord, for putting her in the right position, in the right direction, and it's your hands, your hands that are loving. You lift her up. You lift her up with your strong hands, and she's not left alone. She is not alone. She is directed by you. She is loved by you, and she's not alone in life. There are others around her, but now she's going to play the right part in the right place, in the right position. So we thank you, Lord, for your guiding hands in Mimi's life. Thank you, Lord, because it's no longer Mimi that lives, but Christ that lives in her. And the life that she's not going to live, she lives in you. You live in her. You lead her. You guide her. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You know, I see that I see your 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 posture, your body language after that. It's almost like I don't know if the Lord has already done it or if he's going to be doing it in the future. 
but this is what I'm seeing, God's hand on your life, leading you and guiding you. So we thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your loving hands. Thank you for your healing hands. Thank you for your your hands that, that lead and guide. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, let me see. Where Where is she? Hello. Thank you, Rita. There's uh, Miss Mimi. Hey, how are you? Hi. Is this the first time you ever called? No, I called a while back. About oh, okay. Three, four months ago, four or five months ago. Oh, okay. So how I'm are you? Okay. Um, but could you pray for my um, family members for it to be cold? For your family um, member? Yeah, for family members. I got like seven brothers, no, six brothers and sisters. One passed, but, you know, ever since my mother passed, we've been not close, you know. So I think they have, you know, issues, unforgiveness mm-hmm. and all that. You know, and, um, pray for them, um, their heart to be softened and for them. For those that are still living. Yes. Okay. And Father for God, we just for your finances. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I'm I'm doing Uber, but I don't think it's safe sometimes. So I need I don't another source of income. I don't know if I should continue doing it. Mm. Yeah. Well, maybe that's what the the what the Lord was showing me. You know, he's giving you directions now. He's turning your life to the direction that you're supposed to. So it may be still in the future as you continue to seek him, he's going to guide you. And you're going to feel different. You're going to be be better because you're going to allow him to lead you. Amen. That's what I was saying. It was like you were in, you know, those human, uh, like a human-sized chess game where they have different positions, different people in that position, um, in different positions. And I saw you in one position, and you were facing the wrong way. And so I, I see that God was showing that he was turning you to the right direction, and he was guiding you. He was guiding you in the in the game of life. So Mimi, trust in the Lord and with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding and all your ways. Acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Father, in the name of Jesus, I lift Mimi and her family, Lord. I pray, for Father God, for restoration. Restore their family. Bring unity and love, Lord. Touch the hearts, Father God. Melt the hearts, Father God. Help them to realize that they need one another, that they're family, Father God. But I pray, Father God, more more importantly, that Mimi learns to recognize who her true family is, those that do the will of God. Help her, Father God, to get connected with the, with people that are loving, people, godly people that know who you are and will help her to grow in you. But her heart's desire is for her family, for the healing of her family. And so we thank you, Father God. We ask you to break those uh, things in their DNA that, Father God, that the enemy has placed there. Help her, Father God, as she's obedient to pray for them and seek your faith. That, Father God, that as you deal with her in her life, 
that these things will break off of her and not only off of her, but on her fa- off of her family's life also. So we thank you, Lord, for that in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for what you're doing and what you're going to do in the future in Jesus' name. Mimi, um, do you listen to Prophet Randy during the week? No, I don't. Well, you know what? It, uh, you know, there was somebody else on the line uh, that um, it so happened that he was praying this Thursday. Thursdays are the days that he does communion before he starts okay. praying for everybody. Mm-hmm. And he was uh, having us pray um, to be in agreement to break family family things in our in our bloodline in our DNA. Mm-hmm. Things that are in our family that would separate us from the Lord. It would be good that you go and listen to the archives. Uh, go to PGN and uh, look for Randy Chandler and uh, listen to last Thursday's, uh, this Thursday's uh, sermon, um, the communion service, and take communion. Um, and come on on Thursdays also. And um, he also is on uh, from Monday through Thursday. Um, and he, he preaches on, you know, things like that on the DNA, our DNA, our spiritual DNA. Um, that would be good for you to listen to. Um, so go to the archives and listen to this past Thursday and take communion along with it. I mean, there is no time in, in the things of God. God can do it then and God could do it, you know, a day from now as long as you're you're believing in faith, you know. Okay. So, well. Uh, Amen. Yeah, yeah, it was a good service. I, you know, hey, uh, I loved what I heard on Thursday, and, and, and I believe that, that God is changing our DNA, our family's DNA. God is getting, changing, taking those things out of our, our lives when we believe and trust in him. Amen? Amen. So listen into the service. It, it was an awesome service this Thursday. All right. Is there anything else you would like to say or anything else you, you have on your prayer list? Something that you want us to all pray about? Mm-hmm. Well, okay. I think I have a um, fear of fear. I think I have a fear of fear. Because I've been alone fear. all the time. So and if people notice that I'm being alone and they kind of sometimes try to bother me. So it's bothering me to have well, family. Well, you know what you do with that? You put worship music. You put worship music, you start filling yourself with the presence of God in your home. Mm -hmm. Um, And you don't think about yourself. You think to start thinking about others and, you know, how God can use you to minister to other people. Maybe it's the, the lady across the street. Maybe it's uh, the old lady that that's alone, and you before you know it, you're ministering to somebody that may be having the same thing that you have, and God has set you free. The, if, when we're depressed, we help others that that needs help, and before you know it, you're set free. So thank you, Lord, for what you're doing in Mimi uh, for. She realizes there's some things in her life that she needs being set free from. We just ask you, Father God, that you give her direction, that you help her to be a worshiper, Father God, 
that she will worship you, Father God, and that she will sense your presence there with her, that she's not alone, that she has nothing to fear because she's with you and that you're with her. You're carrying her. And sometimes fear is, is a lie of the enemy. He's just making you think that, that, that that's what's happening, you know, that you have something to be afraid about. Think about this, and I've said this before. Fear, the initials fear, F-E-A-R, is false evidence appearing real. It's not real. You don't have nothing to be afraid of. When God is with you, who can be against you? You need to get into the scriptures and look at what God says about fear. Amen? Start reading it. And then there's a scripture that will come out that the Holy Spirit will take hold of and minister to you on it. And that will be the one that whenever that spirit of fear comes in, You'll attack the enemy with the, the word of God. Jesus did that. Remember that when he, um, he went fasting and he went into the desert, the enemy lied to him. And he what did he do? He fought the enemy with the word of God. He fought him with food. He, he gave him a scripture about food, the word of God. That's how you fight. Amen? With the word of God. But if you don't have an, a, a weapon to fight the enemy, you gotta you gotta get some soldiers. You gotta go and, and find out what your weapons are. Just like in basic training, when a soldier learns how to use his weapon, how to clean his weapon, how to disarm it and put it back together. You know that's what soldiers do. And then when they're out there at war and it's it's necessary to use it, they know exactly how to use their weapon. Amen? So know the word. Learn it inside out. That's called meditation, meditating on the word of God. Digest it. Break it down. And, okay, and you get this word and this word and this word. Break that down. Digest it. Meditate on God's word day and night, day and night. Just like a soldier does. He takes apart the, 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 the rifle or whatever they call it, <laughs> um, and they know how to put it back together in record time. They know that they know their weapon. They know how to clean it. They know how to use it. They know how to disarm it, put it together, put it back, pull it apart, clean it. They know everything about their weapon. They got to get to know their weapons well. Amen? That's what the word of God is for you. Get, let God train you in his word. And that way you don't let these false evidence appearing like they're real, then you'll realize that's just the enemy. And you, you know how to use your weapon. Then the enemy will be scared. Amen? Amen. And could you um, pray that the people that are spreading um, false rumors and lies about me, exposed and possibly um, they'll be charged and found out what they're doing because these are people that's in high places who if it's known what they're doing you know they can be you know lose their jobs or whatever so let it come forward what they're doing so they get caught and prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law well 
I'm hearing that the Lord is saying, forgive. And you need to pray that God will help you to forgive. And if it's that you're in a position that God will open the door for you to move out of that. And if if it's the Lord's desire to deal with them, he will. But sometimes we need to learn to let go. Um, I have this story about this man named uh, Michael Gallagher. He's a businessman. And his testimony was that this one man owed him a lot of money. And he wouldn't pay him his money. He would. He was so mean and he was scary that he told him, I'm going to meet you in the airport in one of those offices. He told him, I want to meet you in the airport on such and such a day. So the day comes and the Lord tells this man, Michael Gallagher, he says, uh, you're going to go and you're not going to say a thing. I'm going to defend you. And so he goes and the Lord says to forgive the man. And so he went. He did as the Lord told him to. And the man started yelling and screaming at him. And um, he didn't say a word. He didn't defend himself. He says, and I'm not going to pay you your money, and, and that'll be it. That's what I came here to tell you. He's a big man. But that all of a sudden, this man's face turned white. And he saw something behind him. And then he says, uh, oh, okay, um, I'm going to pay you your money back. And uh, okay, okay, bye. And so he left. And the next few days, the man, this gentleman, Mike Gallagher, received a check for all the money that he owed him. What he saw, he doesn't know. He may have saw, saw an angel protecting Michael Gallagher. But he was obedient. He didn't defend himself. He forgave. And the man gave him his money back. What the man saw, we don't know. But you got to release. You got to forgive. And then you have to let God decide how he wants to do things. To have them... Um, be found out, they will be found out. If he wants you to move out, then you move out. I know people that were unfairly let go. And they have a hard time forgiving. But instead of suing, God prefers forgiveness. Not always in the same case. Sometimes he'll say pursue it. But you need to pray and find out. Yeah. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just lift up Mimi and her situation with these false rumors and things like that. We just ask you, Father God, that you give her the guidance, that you help her, Father God. Show her the way. Show her the way, the things that she needs to do in her life. The Father God, the, the decision-making that she needs to do, Father God, that you be the one to guide her, that she will know that she will know in her heart what is best, what you want her to do in Jesus' name. Help her, Father. We thank you for that in Jesus' name. I think that's what I just saw, you know, um, the chess game of life where God turned you around. So, Mimi, there's something about that, oh, that word. Amen? Yeah. All right, girl. Yeah. God bless you. 
Go ahead. Go yeah, ahead. I was thinking about taking legal action, and you said, "Could I mean when you take legal action and unforgiveness?" Well, we'll pray and ask God to show you exactly, because if He says yes, then it'll be all right. But if He says no, then you 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 can't go against what God says, and only you know, only you will know what what's best. So we ask you, Father God, that you put. Um, Godly people are next to her, Father God, to guide her and to to give her uh, good advice. Bless her, Father God, because your word says in the midst of uh, godly advisors, there's victory. So we just ask you, Father, in Jesus' name, give her uh, give her the direction that she needs. Help her to hear your voice in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, Mimi. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you too. All right. Give me a second here. All right. God bless. All right. Um, Let's see. 442-424, your name and where you're from. Hello. 442-242, your name and where you're from. Hi, I'm I am D from Alabama. D from Alabama? Yes. Okay, give me a minute and I'll come right back to you. Let me pray. Thank you, Lord, for D from Alabama, Father God. Irabosho Toro Bokoya Ramakirioya. Sundorokoya Ravashandalanakirianakai. Thank you, Jesus, for D from Alabama, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, life has been rough. Sometimes the decisions that we make, uh, sometimes we think that we are making a good decision and things turn out not so well. And so I see the Lord taking you by the hand and showing you uh, a new walk, a new a new direction. Like he's, you know, like a, a father with his uh, little girl. He's taking her by the hand and guy, no, 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 this is not the way you're, you're supposed to go. It's over here, honey. And so that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing the hand of the father grabbing your hand, and it's so big, it's so big next to yours, but he's guiding you and showing you with just love and gentleness, showing you that that's not the way you're supposed to go, honey, that's, you're going to get hurt over there, this is the way you're supposed to go, and at first you resist, you know, but then you realize, oh, wait a minute, you, you, you kind of like melt, and fall in love with that hand that's holding you. And and you're looking up and you're you're falling in love with the father, that father's love. That father's love guiding you. It's almost like you're you're realizing that you can trust this hand, that you can trust this person that's pulling you over here to the safe place. Thank you, Jesus. And as you do and as you trust, then the walk gets easier. And you feel safer. 
So thank you, Lord, that you lead and guide guide us. In your truth, you guide us and you lead us, showing us the best way to go. And we will never be uh, uh, we will never be disappointed. Not like how we are with sometimes with people. With you, we're never disappointed. So we thank you, Lord, for where, where you're leading D. Thank you, Lord, for guiding her. Help her, Father God, to surrender, to surrender all unto you in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay, let me look for her number. All right, Dee. Hi, how are you? Hi, I'm well. How are you? Good, good. So, uh, is there anything you want to pray about or anything you want to say? Thank you for what you've already prayed. And, um, yeah, life has been rough, but um, the Lord on my side, I know I can make it because I've made it yeah. with him thus far. Amen. A lot of challenges in every area, you know, children, you know, finances, just, just a lot of different things. I was talking to the Lord the other day. I said, Lord, I said, here I am. I said, I'm standing in front of the Red Sea. that I got light on the left and a wall on the right and Pharaoh behind me. I see. Mm-hmm. And I have nowhere to go. So I'm just And that's probably where where you see me through. Why I see you. Yeah, with the uh, just waiting there like a little girl, like a helpless little girl waiting yeah. for her daddy to hold yeah. her and guide her and help her to cross. Yeah. Continue trusting him. Don't in everything, yeah. every single thing ask him. Everything. Don't do anything on your own. Even the things that you think you can do. In everything. At first yeah. that's it's hard. You're so used to taking charge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But but I don't want to. I don't I don't want to take charge. I mean, I'm okay with being, you know, like a like a puppet on the string. You know, I'm mm. okay. You know, I'm, I'm yeah, okay but he doesn't too. want you to be a puppet either. He 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 gave well, you a will, but he right. gave you your will I mean, but, so that you can let him have his will. Right. What well, I guess what I'm saying is, I don't want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Oh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, I mean, to me, a puppet can't move unless it's guided. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, but that's why you would say, it's God, just, help me. It's a it's a different. Right. A puppet is is controlled by by its master, but in this case, you're asking him, and you're continuing to ask him, and you're continuing to ask him, and you continue to ask him, and you continue to ask him. It's an right. ongoing thing. It's saying, "Lord, it's not my will; right. it's your will," and constantly yeah. saying it and remind. Not so much to remind him because he already knows, but to remind you to let yourself die to self. Yeah. The reminder is for you. 
Yes. When you say, okay, Lord, okay, here, Lord, okay, Lord, what do I do here, Lord? It's not that you have to remind God. It's to remind you. We're the ones that start doing things on our own and messing things up again. But in everything you do, you let him lead. But you're always telling him. You're always asking him. Okay, Lord, how are we going to do this? Okay, Lord, what's this? What are we going to do about this? Right. And even tell him how you feel. Lord, you know, I know you want this, but this is how I feel about this here. And I really do care about these people. But you're telling me no. But show me then. Or take this away from me. You got to be honest with him in everything, even in the small things. You know, say, okay, Lord, you already told me not this person, not be, don't be over here. Okay, well, then you're going to have to help me because this is how I'm feeling, and I'm feeling a pull over here. And without you, I can't do it. Guide me. Help me. Take this away. He needs your permission for him to take certain things away. Right. God doesn't work witchcraft. No. God doesn't work witchcraft. He needs you to, let's say, like a man. God will tell him, no, that's not going to be your wife. He says, yeah, but Lord, you know, I I have these desires for this one. You're going to have to help me. Take those desires away until the right one comes. Then God can come in and do that. But without God's permission, God, you giving God permission for that, that man, you know, God can't do that in his life. Right. Same thing for a woman. Or, Lord, you know, I like this other job. It pays more, but you're leading me out of there. You don't want me over there for some reason, and I sense it. So help me to enjoy this other job. Help me to, to be right. here. Right. And God comes in and he helps you But he's not going to work uh, witchcraft over you Like making you do whatever right. You say oh yeah I give it to you And then it's supposed to happen Nope It's an ongoing thing A daily thing right. An hourly thing A minute by minute thing Right. No longer I that live But Christ that lives in me And the more you You, you die to self the more you, you're going to see God's life. It's not going to be easy. Not easy. But it'll it'll happen as you you let go, and you let him let him lead. Lead me here, Lord. It's not just a prayer; it's actual doing it. It's easy to say a prayer. Yeah, it's harder yeah. to do it when you gotta. Yeah. The rubber meets the road, you know? Yeah, but I mean, but I actually, I mean, I want to do it. It's yeah. Kind of guess. Yeah, and he'll know. Yeah. Yeah, he'll know. He'll help you. Just keep on. And and be honest. Even when you don't want to. Right. <laughs> even oh, when yeah, you don't I want do. to. Lord, I don't want to. And I do. I tell him everything. I, do. I don't yeah. want to, Lord. <laughs> but why? You know, I'm like that sometimes, like the little girl. But why? Lord, please help me. <laughs> but he understands that yeah. too. It's better to be honest with him, and he can he can work with honesty, and yes, he can he help can. you. And you'll he see can. the changes. You'll see the changes. But but he can't do anything until we're ready. 
we can talk the yeah. talk, but then we can't do nothing until we're really ready. Because we could talk a lot and not really want it. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, he'll help you. He'll, he'll set up situations where you're going to really want it. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to realize, ooh, this looks bad. <laughs> ooh, I got myself in a jam. No, he'll, you know, if not, you're going to keep on going around the mountain. Mm-mm. Some people learn no, with one no. time. Some people learn with many times. <laughs> yeah. Oh. I don't want many. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. tired. That's why you get in the word. Yeah. You, you pray. You pray in the spirit and you continue seeking him. And, and your your will starts changing. It starts changing. And you're willing it more. You're allowing him. You're allowing him. But, you know, you got to go through the same thing that we all do. Some people learn it faster. Some people don't. So prayer is good. Anything else, Dee? Anything else you want prayer for? Or or is there anything else that you would like to, you know, express or share? Oh, I just, I mean, just thank God for you, you know, for praying for me. Um, do want to um, request that you you, you pray for uh, her sister Sonia. She wasn't able to get on, but um, you know she's uh, she's healing. She's mending. And, uh, What's her name? Just Sonia. Sonia. Prayer. Sonia. Mm-hmm. Tanya or Sonia? S is in Sam. Okay. Sonia. Okay, Sonia. All right, let's pray for her. Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift up Sonia, Lord. We just thank you, Father God, for her life. We thank you, Father God, for Dee, for lifting her sister up, Father God. You know all the things that she's going through. You know all the things that are being needed here and what Dee is talking about, Father God. So we lift that up to you. We lift up her in prayer asking you that you be with her, that you guide her, that you lead her, that whatever her needs are, Father God, that you be there for her, that you guide and bless her, Father God, meet all her needs, spiritually, physically, and emotionally, in the name of Jesus. And thank you for Dee, Father God, for her realization that she needs you, that she needs you, that without you she can't do anything. So continue blessing her in that, Father God, keeping her in the right track, guiding her, Father God, as a loving father that you are. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for her life. Thank you, Father God, for the changes in her life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for her willing heart, for her heart's desire. And you give her her heart's desire because they line up with you. In Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much. You're God welcome. You. God bless. All right. You have a good week. All right. All right. You too. Amen. Bye-bye. All right. Uh, okay. Let's see. All right. Give me one second here. 
Okay, the next caller, I'm trying to look and see. I'm, I'm trying to make sure that I'm getting the right calls. All right, 214-415, your name and where you're from. Barbara from Texas. Hey, Miss Barbara. Hi. All right. Hello. God bless you. All right, let me put you on mute and I'll be right back. Thank you, Lord, for Sister Barbara. Hira washo tororo koya makai. Gondiri kira washo tororo koya. Thank you, Jesus. Out with the old, in with the new. Out with the old, in with the new. It's almost like I see, and this could be um, symbolic, like an old car. It could be symbolic. It could be in the natural. I see like an old car, and you're really attached to that old car, and you don't want to get rid of that old car, but it's not serving its purpose anymore the way it should. And so I see out with the old and in with the new. That God, sometimes we, we hold on to things, not realizing that God wants us to let go so that he can fill our hands with what's new and better. Um, but he can't do that until we release what we have. Until then, when we do, then God can fill our hands up again. So thank you, Lord, because she's learning to let go. She's learning to let go of the old, the things that are no longer uh, what she needs or what others need. And thank you, Lord, because as she does that, you're you're bringing into her life what she does need. So we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, we thank you for Sister Barbara because she hears your voice and she knows exactly what you want from her and what you want her to do. Sometimes we're used to the old because it's comfortable. It's familiar. But God wants to give us the new. And the new is a little bit, you know, challenging. It's almost like, you know, uh, like you have one computer and then when you get a new one, things are so different. You have to learn things and it's a little stressful, but it's going to be better. It's going to go faster. It's going to give you better results. So we thank you, Lord, for out with the old and in with the new. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. All right. Sister Barbara, are you there? Hello. Yes, I am here. How are you? Just <laughs> excited, happy, and hearing all my prayers answered um, oh. concerning the old and the new. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what's going on? Well, uh, you you talked about the car, and I talked about the house, and I, I was telling the Lord, I said, when you do um, – a new house is a new life, as in salvation, but you there's a change. And a lot of times we've been in the old ways and 
and, you know, we drop that religious and religion of man, but when the Lord begins to elevate you, you it, it feels like you're on top of the mountain. But I ask God for a change because not just revival, but a new move, natural or spiritual. And, like, just take the shades off. Just, just take them off. Rip the veil and let us see what, you know, you have for us. Because many times as you get ready to ask for the newness, then you have different ones want to conform you to their way and, and, and not Yahweh. And they feel like you should do this and do that. But what did Yahweh say? What did Jesus say? And how is he going to direct you in that new path on that new journey? So I began to just seek the face of God and just, you know, get quiet and just listen to him without too much mumbo-jumbo, you know, too much of blah, 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 you know. And uh, I began to see a new house, like a new created design. I I saw the new paint. I saw the new shape. I saw the new roof. It was almost as if it was like a creative new home. (laughs) And I was like, Lord, where is that at? But he let me know, you know, don't forget we're still here on the earth. <laughs> your shell is here with your spirit man is up here with me. And so when you when your spirit man is transferred into my hands, uh, and you get transferred, uh, I begin to give you grown up things. I begin to give you joint air of things and things that belong to you because as long as you stay on the children menu and the milk and the honey, he said, That's good too. He said, but I need to give you some meat. I want you to have some steak. So he was just telling me that I had to (laughs) transfer your spirit man into my newness and what I am doing and not what man is doing for their ministry and what they're preparing. He said, what's for them is for them, and what's for you is different. Um, I made you different. I created you different, so you do it my way. And so don't let others offend you. Yes, the new wine and all that you've been Can't talking about. Can't go with tonight. old wineskins. Nope. <laughs> so he said that passed away. And he said, so mm-hmm. what I have for you is totally different. He said, because where I'm sending you is different. Um, mind you, he said, we all do different work, uh, but I have to take you in some ways that you know of and you know not of because it's like a new beginning. I said, okay, Father, so... I've just been spending more time in the Word, more time studying because I know I'm a teacher. And then I have to change things. And and, um, and I noticed that as I got a little closer and deeper, like you said, dig deeper in that foundation that's already laid for you, well, mm-hmm. I began to see the blessings and the favor of God. And it might not have came through me, but you know how we pray for others. And then they'll call and tell you their testimony, how, oh, uh, you know, this here happened, and now we have a new home that we didn't even dream of. And I said, well, this is what prayer can do, because he said, your fruits, you would know by the fruit. And I said, when I see the fruit that, that the Lord has had me in charge of, I want to hear testimony. I want to hear praise report. And this here was done with no money, just a favor just of God. Amazing. The government showed us, and I'm like, hold up now. I, I know that most people get one purple heart, but you have two purple hearts. And for them to go and buy your house and pay for it and no bills and then furnish it from head to toe, 
I was like, hey, mm-hmm. hold up. <laughs> now, I know that was God <laughs> because I knew nothing about that part. And uh, especially when you're moving from, you got to have a passport and you're moving from another country and they have everything lined it up for you and celebrate it. And I said, God, this is all you asked me to do? I said, I, I've been yanking and pulling and thinking I needed to do more. He said, uh-uh. I just need you in your secret place. I just need you to listen and, and, and let me tell you what I'm getting ready to do and not share it. He said, some things you just don't share. I said, okay. Mm-hmm. I said, oh, mm-hmm. oh, Lord, forgive me. Forgive me, PGN. Forgive me. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, you that time went on. Coach. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he said that keeps down a lot of warfare. Because some people are not ready for exactly. you. Exactly. Uh, because yes. the higher you go, they think you're goofy or you're 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 weird. I'll say they'll think you're weird because you're up there and you have to come down to meet them where they are. And um, I'd be like, okay, Lord, how do I start over? Because I don't know this level, and I have to start all over for some people. And so, as you know, you travel on this journey. You learn. You live. You mature. Mm-hmm. And he's just been, begin to speak that the meat of the word, we think if we eat the meat, it's like starting all over again. And I'm like, okay, Lord, 40-plus <laughs> years, what do you do? How do you reword this? And then he began to show me who to let go, who, what to pull off, what to throw away, what to destroy, what to get rid of. And he said, and it'll be a smooth journey. And I was like, Wow. So I made some phone calls, had people to come over. Um, I said, this here is a new start. I'm on a new level. I need some things out of my house. I need some things out around my house, you know. And then I had to work on the spiritual side as well, you know, because when he chooses you to do a new work and, just, you know, you're not going to be light, especially when it comes to judgment. So, oh, no. So it's a lonely journey, but it's a good thing. It's peace. Uh, you don't have to answer anybody but God, but Yahshua. <laughs> so I'm mm-hmm. just grateful. <laughs> you know, yeah. when he tell you to do yeah. something, do it. So you already it's know. What, it's like that teaching that I gave a long time ago, that when we do things for the Lord, um, and we're doing them the right way, we don't sweat. <laughs> like the priests don't sweat. Remember, and that they had linen garments that didn't that helped them not to sweat while they were mm-hmm. doing the work of the temple. And so, mm-hmm. um, depending on what we're wearing, we're gonna sweat or not sweat. We gotta allow God to to dress us with His Word, mm-hmm. dress us up, so we can do His work, so we can do yeah. exactly what He wants us to His specification. Then it, and then um, what Prophet Randy would uh, would say about uh, working, um, how was it, working less and earning more? <laughs> so work that, smarter, that could be applied to many harder. areas. Work smarter, not harder. <laughs> yeah, that's another way that yeah. the world says it. Yeah. yeah. So it's basically not sweating, not sweating in the kingdom mm-hmm. of God, allowing God to do his things his way. And we get mm-hmm. more out of it because we're mm-hmm. following his directions and not doing it our way. And when mm-hmm. we do it that way, then he gets the glory. Then we have something yeah. to lay at his feet. 
Yeah, because it's a barber, you sitting at my table. You when you sit at the table in front of your enemies, he said you're eating with me. And mm-hmm. you know, and I didn't see anybody at that table. I just saw a green, dark green, like oh, deep green, like woodsy green table. And I'm like, okay, Lord. He said, you know how he wants to mold and shape you his way not to prepare mm-hmm. to get you ready for somebody else's something and their ministry and their work and, and their way. Yeah, because everybody has watch. a different calling and, yeah. and a different thing that they have to do. It's not the same thing. We are each a different person, and we can't yeah. measure ourselves up by, by what other people are doing. It mm-hmm. may not look big, but you know what's going to be big when God measures your obedience in what he's giving you to do, whether mm-hmm. it's big or small. Because he knows exactly mm-hmm. what he's giving you and what you're capable of doing. Mm-hmm. So when you do it in his way, then we get a crown for that. And when we get a crown, then we can lay that at his feet. And that is yeah. pleasing because it's going to be a crown that's not corrupted, a, a crown that won't decay. It's going to be yeah. all God. So we have to mm-hmm. seek him for everything, and then we can lay down what's going to be lasting. Mm-hmm. That's going to be pleasing to him because it's all God anyway. <laughs> and, yeah. and that sounds that's weird beautiful. in the world because the world is used to doing things their way. It's like in what I can do. It's all mm-hmm. about me and, it's, you know, how wonderful I am. No, it's all about him, how wonderful he is, how mm-hmm. he's the one that's telling us what, how to do things. And, you know, and it could also go the other way around, too, that we want to be mm-hmm. so perfect in listening to God that we don't want to make any mistakes. And that's not possible. We're going to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Because if you want to be so perfect in seeking God and hearing the voice of God, you're going to be stuck mm-hmm. because yeah. you're going to be paralyzed. Because, oh, I'm going to mess up. Oh, I'm going to yeah. do this. Just do it. Yeah. And Just you'll it. learn. While you're doing it, yeah, just do it. Let God help you. You're going to make mistakes, Mm -hmm. and you're going to learn not to do those again. But how are you Mm going to learn if you don't don't move? Don't let yourself, Mm -hmm. don't let the enemy paralyze you. Right. Move. But keep on asking. Okay, I messed that up. Yeah. We're we're not perfect. We're not perfect. But I noticed that, you know, even as a young woman and a young mother, I used to want mm-hmm. everything just right. You know, be, be pleasing with my parents, be pleasing as a wife, be pleasing as a mother, be yes, pleasing in everything, be pleasing to God. Mm-hmm. And that was driving me bananas. And now <laughs> I just do it. I just do it. I go, Lord, I don't know how to do this. You're going to have to help me. Oh, that wasn't mm-hmm. so hard. And here I'm dreading that I have to do this or doing that. I'm like, okay, I got it. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Mm-hmm. And then less stress. And it's easy. it gets easier. It gets easier. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. I'm sweating yeah. less. And that was, uh, that's what he was giving me as a parable. He said, well, if that's 500 and they're ministering to those 500, what about these three or five? I'd rather deal with those three or five and get my crown, my reward, than then none of them, you know. <laughs> And so he kept dealing yeah, but, with Yeah, but it's what scenario. God gives you, and only God knows what he's given you. And only exactly. God knows what he's in your hands, you know. 
and you just have to be with if you're faithful with little you're gonna you're gonna be faithful with much right. so sometimes we have to grow we have to grow we all have to grow mm-hmm. there's no magic potion it's just <laughs> trusting in the Lord you know we that's just gotta get off yeah. of that and that's perfectionism that's not god it's not even of God get being trying to be perfect that's not even right. God mm mm just relax and do it and seek him and enjoy the ride. Yeah. I mean, it's not always going to be a pleasant. It's going to be bumpy sometimes, but you'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like like hopping on a plane. There's going to be bumpy rides. There's going to be bumpy mm-hmm. rides. But yeah. you'll make it. You'll get there. <laughs> and I know that last week, I think maybe, I think you were um, ministering to me. And uh, you said that there were some more things that the Lord had to show me. And I tell you, I got I got before him, and it was just boom, 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 just just showing me some things, you know, that uh, get ready to do and some instructions. And I was like, oh, I can't wait to get share that praise report. And, uh, <laughs> and I thought about all the seeds that were planted when he began to show me all those things and how things were coming alive and things just so beautiful. And, you know, and you remember how I would just try to get out there and mow and do some things. I'm not even watering the grass anymore. And now here's the yard. Like, I don't know if the water was just sitting in the ground and the rain came. Everything just took off. Like, I never saw so many roses bloom. I never also many potato vines just growing across the yard and and everybody mm-hmm. was just stopping and taking pictures and looking and you could see I didn't know you could see the house from the street because of the greenery and the lime green and all these pretty colors and I saw mm-hmm. bushes that kept dying all through the summer and now that the weather changed everything was just blooming and the Lord reminded mm-hmm. me he said you remember the seeds you remember all the seeds you talked about you remember all the seeds that you had to call out? He said, now look at it. And I'm like, oh, my God. And I said, harvest, blessing. <laughs> you know, and I just just calling it out, you know, just walking, just, just so amazed that in two years I'm how it can that. look. I'm glad uh-huh. you said that because, you know, there's seasons in our life that no matter what we do, it's it's a hard season. Mm-hmm. And and no matter what you do, even when you're being obedient, there's just rough seasons and things seem to be burning. You know, like this past um, season that we had a lot of hot weather and things, trees mm-hmm. were burning, the grasses were burning, things were just not working. Right. And then when the seasons changed, things started working. Sometimes that happens too, and we can't get get discouraged. When those seasons come around, I mean, and, Job could have yeah. gotten discouraged and not seeing things happening for him and things dying around him, <laughs> but he didn't get wow. discouraged. He trusted in the Lord, and we just got to not take our eyes off of the Lord and continue to trust him no matter what we see, mm-hmm. because the season will change. The season will change. I don't know for who that is. Your season will change. And that's true. And um, the pest control man came, and I've never seen him before, and he had a beautiful name called Emmanuel. And when he Mm. saw it, he said, do you know I used to work at the nursery? 
He said, you know, these are some beautiful plants. Now, mind you, I planted these. There was just seeds. And they might not act right the year before, but this year <laughs> they came back but double, triple, like mm-hmm. a hundredfold. <laughs> and he was like, wow. And he could see, I said, you see up under the, the lime green ones? I said, you look up under there closely, those those bushes got burnt up. Uh, I said, it was burnt. I said, but the beautiful greenery covered it all up as if nothing ever happened to my <laughs> So every burnt up bush was all covered up with beautiful leaves and people were trying to find out now how do you do that? Now how do you fix that? I mean I had even my neighbors, uh, that one I wouldn't have never thought would come back in my yard. She came and she looked and the neighbor across the street saw the pest man, he came and he looked and they had you know, you can see things from a distance but when you get right up on it it was like what? And I said, Lord, that hard work, the labor paid off. And that's the way the Lord was showing me my parable today. He he, uh, just put before me like the seashore, like when you're on a beach. And all those people Mm -hmm. that are needed to be ministered to. And he showed me one in particular with some shades on, and he just kept watching me. And I said, Lord, I said, if he could see behind those shades. And he doesn't know what we know, but he knows something different. And so God just began to prepare me for it because on my way, I dropped mine, and then I saw a commotion saying, that lady, that lady, she dropped them. I said, see, the veil been ripped. I didn't even need those shades. That way I could see what was out there on the beach that needed to be ministered to. And I was like, and you know, you know how you go inside like the bathroom where you got a door that goes open? You come in one way and it open. I could see from my left to the right, and I saw this beautiful shower with the curtain, and I saw all these neat clothes piled in that shower, folded real neat. And the water, you could tell somebody had took a shower there. And, you know, and I began to look and do my hair, and the Lord said, see, I'm your covering. I'm the one. I got you. And um, he said, I'm changing your wardrobe. The season had changed, so I had to say all of that to let you know that the prophecy you just gave was right. He was just mm. changing everything to new, new, new. <laughs> Showing the hair out for the, the covering. Old. Out with out the with old, the in with the new, and I had packed up some more clothes that you don't wear to the beach. You, um, I had to fold them up and put them inside that shower where the white curtain was. <laughs> Because I didn't, I didn't mm-hmm. need to wear that. That's not my covering. The Lord was showing me your head, your oil. You the oil. You the fresh oil. You don't have to have oil to pour from way back in the day. You know, <laughs> He said I sent mm-hmm. you new oil, new yeah. fresh oil. So I was just thanking the Lord. You know, well, thank you, Jesus. That's good. All right, yes, Sister yes. Barbara, is there anything else you, you, you know, do you have a prayer request before we go to the next caller? Uh, yes. Um, I just constantly pray for the people that I minister to and not give up on them. Uh, you know, we can, uh, I took two or three steps back, but I still have to, you know, still pray. And um, Mantrell, I, I want to pray for him. Thank you, Lord, for Sister Barbara, for the people that she ministers to, Lord. 
we just pray that, Father God, that you give her um, different ways of doing things, uh, fun ways of doing things, Lord. Show her, Father God. And for this person that's uh, named Mantrell, Father God, we lift up their needs to you, Lord. Whatever those needs is, whether it's salvation, um, Lord, you know their needs, this person's needs. Father, just let them know that you love them, that you are their God, that you meet all their needs. Touch this person's heart, Father God. Melt that heart, Father God, to receive. Give, Take the stony heart away so that person can receive the things of God. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. All right, Sister Bogdan. That's less than well, so in your prayers. Ma'am. Sorry? Go ahead. I just said keep me in your prayers because I want to be forgiven and I like repenting daily and I like getting saved daily in order for this revival. And I said, God, let the revival begin within me. Wash me, cleanse me, mold me, <laughs> rearrange me, move yes. the old, put the new in, renew my mind, refresh my spirit. And this is my daily prayer, though, you know, so we can start do what we've been me. called to do. Yeah. Yes. So we start with me, Lord. Yeah. No, not with everybody. Start with me and let it let the fire start let with it, me. Let it rip. Yeah. Let the fire begin. Um, you were saying something before I interrupted. Uh, because I meet mm. so many people that needs prayer and. Removing mm-hmm. the stony heart. I meet a lot of people because, you know, when you walk like six to eight miles every morning, you meet a mm-hmm. lot of people and you get to talk to little women and people and, um, you know, and, and the that's Lord just good be because me not faces. everybody wants to talk anymore. <laughs> nope. Not everybody that's wants right. to talk Hi. anymore. <laughs> yes. I know I met my two little old ladies, and they were so beautiful. They had such a sweet spirit, and uh, they were just all colorful. And I said, you two look so beautiful. You know, Jesus made all those colors. And, you know, I kind of sneak them in there some kind of (laughs) way. And they begin to tell me their story. So, But uh, at the end of the day, you know, we love, we just love hard. We have that agape love, and we just love people. Amen. That's a good thing. I love that about you. I mean, because a lot of people don't, you know, they don't want to talk anymore. They just get tired of that. And um, yeah, people need people need to hear to, to be heard. They need to be. Mm-hmm. Heard. So you keep on They're doing hurting. that. That's a beautiful thing, Sister Barbara. We love you, and love you. Um, let allow God to continue using you to minister to those out there that need to yes, hear ma'am. that need your ears. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for Amen. the encouragement. I, you know, I love you too. <laughs> All right. You know. Well, you have a blessed uh, week. Yes. You too. You have a wonderful week. Right. God bless. Wrap up. God bless you. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Bye bye. Okay. There we go. Nine zero three eight zero eight. Your name and where you're from. Yeah, I got to you. I'm getting to you. Hope <laughs> oh, didn't fall asleep. <laughs> Hey, girl. How you, Miss Carla? Uh, who's this? This is Jeannie in Texas. Jeannie. All right. All right, Jeannie. Give me a minute. I'll be right back. Thank you, Lord, for Jeannie, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God.
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for Jeannie, Lord. I don't know, but I'm seeing you like, uh, at first I saw you carrying a bag of sand. And uh, I'm seeing you like you're putting the, the bag in in a hole, like the trenches, like in a war, you know, where you're preparing to protect yourself while you're in war. You know how the soldiers go and they dig up a hole and then they get um, sandbags and they pile it up like they're getting ready for that war. Um, I'm not sure what that war is all about. Um, you're you're doing you're in a battle for somebody else or I, I'm not sure you know but God is with you he's protecting you he's your covering he's your hedge he's your protection and your trust is in the Lord and whatever it is that you're dealing with the Lord is with you he's watching over you nothing will will touch you no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up against you, whether those are tongues, spiritual tongues, demonic tongues, whatever tongues, they, will, they won't prosper. In the name of Jesus, I see you dressed up. You know, like in those olden movies where the, the soldiers are dressed up in green with a hard hat. Um, and I see you in the drenches. And so thank you, Lord, because... The battle is the Lord's, and you're there with her. You're there with her. And there's a reason why you're there with her. You're giving her the victory, and the, the victory is people. People. It's almost like, like, uh, you don't have to be there. But you're like that. I don't know if you ever seen that movie. Oh, I forget the name of the movie. It's uh, where he's Dawson. His name is Dawson, and he he doesn't want to be there, <laughs> but he has to go to war, and um, he's forced to to go to war. And then he realizes the reason why he's in that war, where he has to pull the soldiers that have been wounded, and. He goes back for one more, and he keeps asking the Lord, one more, Lord, one more. Give me one more. And so that's how I'm seeing you, that you don't want to be there, but then you realize the reason why you have to be there. It's one more, Lord, one more. One more, Lord. Give me this one, Lord. Give me this one. Thank you, Lord. Ooh, some chills ran over me. Thank you, Jesus. One more, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for what you're doing in her life. Continue to use her, strengthen her, give her the strategies of these battles that she's fighting in. So we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for one more. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Hey, Judy. Hi, girl. Thank you for the prayer. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I think, what is it? It's, I'm in a strange season or something. I don't, I don't know. It's here lately. Um, 
it's like the the enemy has just been in an all-out battle against our finances and our animals. And, uh, you know, it's just been one vet bill behind the next, uh, you know, and, and big mm. vet bills, you know, not not $100, you know, big big vet bills. And it's just, it's just, it's been constant, you know, just constant, you know, and some things had gone on with my husband, you know, he'd gone through some sickness and had to have surgery and first one thing and another, but it's, it's, it's just like we have been in a battle like the enemy has just been trying to drain us financially and just uh, Yeah, that's tired. what I was saying, you know. Yeah, like you were in the drenches, like covered in those uh, sandbags, and, you mm-hmm. know, but God is with you. He's helping you. He's going to give you the strategy. And it's like you don't want to be there. You don't no, want to be no there. No one ever wants to be in a battle. Yeah, yeah, no one, you know. It's, 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 go ahead, go ahead. I've got what I was fixing to say. <laughs> so you don't want to be in a battle. It's like when you get, yeah, when you get one, yeah, I don't want to be in a battle. When when you get, it's like when you get one thing kind of taken care of, and you think, okay, you know, this is taken care of. It's like there'll be three other things pop up. Oh, uh, and it's just it's been for it's it's like I said, it's been constant and been very tiring. Uh, you know, just physically, you know, all that stuff kind of wears you out. You know when you're going through it. But have you ever thought of anointing your animals? I have at times. You know, uh, it, it, you and know, in it's your just property, anointing your property with oil. Uh, uh, wait a minute. I haven't anointed this place yet. Uh, I should have. Ah. I mean, we've been here a little over a year. Ah, there you go. You need to call your pastor and, and have him uh, bless your home. In your property. Yeah, I don't have a pastor. <laughs> to be honest, you know, Randy's probably the closest thing I have to one. We have we mm-hmm. have visited a little bit here and there, you know, some churches up in here. There's not really that many full gospel churches up here uh, that I that I'm aware of. But uh, yeah, we we've kind of visited around a little here and there, uh, but we really haven't don't have a church yet. Uh, like I said, Randy's mm-hmm. probably the closest thing I have to a pastor. Does he live near? <laughs> Um, he's probably two hours from me. Maybe invite him over for dinner and have him come over and bless your place. <laughs> yeah, always that. <laughs> I know he's tight. he's busy as, as much as he's got going on. Busy I know, he is. but I know that he he'll bless us. You know, we're his people. You know, and that's what I, you know, pastors yeah. for. You know, yeah. I know that whenever we, or maybe he can pray from where, you know, just tell him, hey, can you, you know, bless over my my home? And maybe while I'm on the phone and and I'm pouring oil over my my right. land and my animals and you can be on the phone, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's on the phone. You know, it's funny. Here about a month, I thought about, you know, I need to go around the property because I can actually get to the, you know, sometimes if your land's wooded, but I can actually get to all four corners of our property here. Well, I've got one corner that might be a little hard to get to, but um, I can get to the four corners of this land, I think, for the most part. So I do need to do that to anoint all four corners. I have something that I'm hearing. I saw this one man. This is funny because I was watching a YouTube video, you know, one of those short little videos. This one man was talking about how he had some land and that he had some lemons and that he took – some of the the, uh, the the tithe of the lemons and gave them to the church, right? And um, mm-hmm. they forgot about that. 
And the next year, the lemons on that tree were bigger than the lemons in the other trees. And he had ties on that lemon tree. And he showed the lemons. They were huge. They were huge. When you give something to the Lord, you dedicate something to the Lord, God makes sure that it's good. Remember Jacob? Oh, I've always paid ties on the... Like the sale of the cabs. Now, most of the time, I don't really sell the horses. Once in a while, I do. But, but dedicate it. Uh, I mean, I've always paid. Land. Yeah. Dedicate yeah. the land. Dedicate your animals. It's a new place. Yeah. It's a new place. So, I mean, yeah, each barn, you, you know, anoint your pets, you know, um, cover them. And, and, Lord, we just thank you, Lord, for for our sister's property, for her animals, for her husband, for for her family, Lord. We just pray that uh, as she goes through her property, Father God, that your anointing be, be so strong on her, Father God, that as she goes and anoints the, the property around the perimeters, the animals, Father God, that you break off anything and everything that's trying to come against her in the name of Jesus. And we thank you, Lord, that, that and we ask you, Father God, that once all that's done, that you will allow such beautiful flourishing from the animals, from the property. I just thank you, Lord, because you are, you give us a hedge of protection. Like I was saying earlier, Father God, that um, this eclipse seems to be an overshadow. It's like a hedge of protection, that ring of fire. You are the hedge of protection round about us, protecting us from from um, the unseen, from the, from uh, the things that may try to come against your garden, Father God. Jeannie's your garden. Her husband's your garden. Her property's yours, Lord. We just plead the blood of, of Jesus over that property, over each and every one in her family, Lord, her husband, her life, Father God. We just thank you, Lord, for covering the, the PGN family, too, for covering Prophet Randy with your blood. Uh, covering all of us, Father God. Thank you, Jesus, that whatever the enemy tries to do, he can't do it. And we just thank you in Jesus' name. I got to give you a testimony. Prophet Randy had prayed over me. Um, he was talking about um, being in the in the dwelling place or something like that, and it was about Psalms 91. And then the next day I was up on my, my roof because it wasn't working, and I have a swamp cooler. And so I just keep on fixing it and, you know, just trying to do something new to it all the time. But this time I went to plug it in and it was shocked. It was like sparks everywhere. And I was like, ooh, I thought I turned it off. And I was like, why is it sparking that way? And I, again, I cleaned it up and then I realized the plug was melted down. Wow. And parts of it was still in the plug. And I almost got electrocuted. But um, I cleaned it all up, and then I'm like, okay, I'm going to get a new part for it. And the man goes, um, well, you know, that I'm surprised that you've had it for so long because um, that company went out of business, um, like, a, I think, four years after I had, I had gotten it installed in the house. It's been like 19 years that that um, swamp cooler has been in the house, 18 with me. And um, it wasn't supposed to last that long because it would burn out. It was known to burn out. That's why they went out of business, that the plug would burn out and the the whole unit would burn. And I remember one day telling my son, do you smell smoke? And it just kept, you know, cooling. 
God was keeping Mike's swamp cooler together all those years because he knew wow. that I couldn't afford, afford to get another one. And I was like, oh, my goodness, he was protecting us. He was protecting us. That was Psalms 91 right there. Mm-hmm. That was Psalms 91. So, yes, it was. you know, but because I trust in the Lord, I know that nothing's going to happen to me. Nothing's going to go wrong. And sometimes we don't see it. We don't see. We just see something, then we get discouraged. But we don't realize, you know, there's a bigger thing that's going on that God's taking care of us. And so um, we plead the blood of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus on all the ears that are listening to us right now. In the name of Jesus for for our pets, for our, our homes, our finances, um, our health. We just plead the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, because you are our protection. You are our hedge. With you, we can go anywhere. With you, you have us, Father God, in your hands. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Well, girl, I appreciate it. I appreciate you praying with me, and I appreciate the testimony and, and whatnot. Um, yes. Yeah. Well, I had been asleep you. earlier. I'm I'm not a late night person, so honestly, I I very seldom I don't listen to the late shows a whole lot. I try to listen to Randy some, but you know, even then, I'll listen to the first hour most of the time, and then you know, we get up early. I mean, we have a farm and whatnot, and yeah. we, you know, use a lot of times I'm awake by five o'clock, so. It's hard for me to sit up at 12 and 1 o'clock no. most night, so uh, I just, I, yeah, I just I get so sleepy. But, yeah, so, but, but anyway, I've been asleep and I woke up and I thought, oh, I'm going to turn on Carmen and listen to her. So I'm glad I caught you and glad that you you were able to get to me. Appreciate hey, you. How's your husband? Um, is he, what's, what's going on with him? Well, they, and it's just the Lord, he, uh, he has diabetes, and so the doctors had, you know, they checked some of that. They had had uh, had checked his kidneys, I guess, because of the diabetes and the medications he on can affect all of that. And in checking uh-huh. it, they a scan, they they saw something in his uh, bladder. Saw anyhow mm-hmm. in checking, they realized that there was a cancer in his bladder, and so uh, they oh, went in wow. to, to remove it. Yeah, they went in to remove it. Uh, it was small, like just you know, about as big as your thumbnail. And it turned out to oh, be wow. on a stem. It, yeah, it was on a little stem, you know, that was attached that was to his bladder. So they, yeah, yeah. Instead of it being like spread out across his bladder, it was the whole little thing was just on a little bitty stem, kind of like a flower would be. And so they scooped out under it uh, uh, and got it out. Uh, all of the tests showed that they got it all. The, it was... It was difficult, though, because they had trouble with the catheter, and they ended up having to force it in. And, and it, it, any, long story short, it took him probably five weeks to really kind of get over the surgery, which normally I would have thought he would have been over it in two or three days. But, you know, like some complications with the catheter and then him having problems, you know, urinating and this and that, it, uh, going through a lot of pain and stuff, but it, it took him probably a good five weeks to get over the surgery. But he seems to be doing good, and, and all the reports that he got back showed that they had got every bit of it. 
you know, and a lot of it was because of the way it was. And uh, he's not having to do any ongoing treatment uh, at this time. They'll check him about every three months, you know, to make sure everything is is good. But um, it, it's certainly a praise report on that. It was just just Amen. God that caused them yes. to actually see the little that shadow was the there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was God right there. He's protecting you guys. Wow. It, it was. It was absolutely the Lord uh, in them wow. in doing that little scan, you know, that, that caught a shadow there and saw it. Would have, would not have had any idea that he had, uh, you know, a cancer growing there. No. Because he hadn't felt anything and, uh, and well, got you know, it out while it was Some people die small. and never know. No, they I don't know. know that they have something and they die and nobody knew. Yeah. But that yeah. God it, has a reason for keeping him alive. Is he a, yeah. is he a believer? He okay. is. Uh, he doesn't. Um, you know, he's not one that stays in the Word much and spends a lot of time in prayer. But I mean, he is a believer. He does love the Lord. But he's just, you know, uh, he's does not he one that has delved in. Huh? Does he speak in tongues? No. No, he doesn't. No? Okay. I no, mean, because I'm thinking maybe, you know, he could be praying um, from a distance while you go around, you know, with the oil and anointing the the, the property and maybe calling Prophet Randy <laughs> so they can help you, you know, <laughs> over the phone. I mean, hey, that's an idea. He could pray and then uh, you could anoint the your property. And yeah. uh, in your animals, I mean, you know, maybe with your, do you have other family members that are living with you or I, that are living no, close by? No, no, and we're, okay. to be honest, we're not really connected with family much. Um, okay. You know, very little. Okay. So we it's just thank you, Lord, that. for for my sister, Father Guy. You know all the things that she's got to go through. Through, we ask you, Father God, for the blood of Jesus to be over that property right now, and that as you give her the strength to go around and anoint the place, that that she would sense your presence there, Father God, like never before, and uh, let her see something or know something that that you are covering and that you're her protection, that you're her hedge, Father God. Give her confirmation of that in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. 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 Thank you, girl. Oh, you're welcome. That's what we're here for. You know, we're here for you all. Um, I'm glad that I'm able to be here for you guys. Um, God bless you. Uh, let us God know you what's too. going on and, yeah, and the love. turnaround because I'm sure God is going to bless you. Yes. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Lord. Well, God bless you. All right. You have a good night. Good night. All right. All right. Let's see. Okay. Uh, two four zero four eight two. Your name and where you're from. Two four zero four eight two. Your name and where you're from. Thank you, Jesus. Hello. Well, let me pray for them. Thank you, Lord, for this person that's calling in. May have gone to sleep already. We ask you to give them sweet sleep, Father God. We just, you know, all the prayer needs that they have, Father God. Their their petitions, Father God. We ask you, Father God, to to bless them and and guide them and. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Thank you, Jes
Ira Bosho I sense that the Lord has um something for you like in a like you know like somebody coming to you giving you a basket um full of goodies and so the Lord is bringing you some goodies. I don't know what it is that you're in need of, but it's just what you need. And so we thank you, Lord, for the things that you're the the things, the needs that are being supplied today for this sister or this brother. We ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus, be with them and guide them and help them, Father God. You know, I sense that the Lord wants you to get into the word, that he's going to start speaking to you in the area of of need that you have. And as you start reading the word, you're going to notice certain things, and you're going to think at first, you know, well, you know what? That sounds like what I'm going through, and that's because he's speaking to you through those words. So don't think it's strange that something is so familiar to what you're going through and it's making sense. That is God. So uh, spend time with him, uh, let him guide you, and you'll see that um, he's going to be speaking to you real clear. But don't doubt it because it seems so coincidental because it's not. So we thank you for this person in the name of Jesus. Bless them and be with them in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. That is our last caller. Well, God bless you all. I hope you have a great week. Um, Be blessed and uh, allow me to bless you with this song. Give me a second here. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you and give you peace in Jesus' name. Amen. Give me a, a moment. All these phones do some weird stuff. One moment. Okay.
All right, everybody. God bless you. I pray you have a wonderful week. Stay strong. Keep your eyes on the Lord. And God bless. Have a great week. Bye-bye. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.